Welcome back to 1010's Podcast with Michael and Adam and Robbie. Uh, it is, this is the number one Porsche podcast, according to Brave oh. Reviews. And uh, if you go to Google... Three stars across Google, the it will, uh, it will tell you so. I know there are others that claim that they are the number one Porsche podcast, and they are not correct. <laughs> you don't have to own a Porsche to have the number one Porsche podcast. That's what I'm saying. Or the number two Porsche podcast. But For sure, not the number two Porsche podcast. That could be the number one Ford podcast. Number one Ford, Ford podcast? I don't know. What is it that they have? Do we even own any Fords? Not us. No, we're not no. talking about us. I don't even know. It doesn't matter. <laughs> we're the number one. We're the number one That's Porsche podcast. I'm good with that. Are we going to talk about Porsches at some point in this particular Unfortunately, episode? yes. So this is the number <laughs> I tried one Porsche to avoid podcast. it, and we, I was unsuccessful. It is, this is the state of what this is now. News was lame this week, and I was desperate. Been there. <laughs> <laughs> totally different things, Robbie. Totally oh, different things. Oh. Your personal life is not to be spoken of when we're te- speaking in that way. Oh, yeah. This is a very professional podcast. Yeah. We don't talk about personal things. Porsche people are professionals. professionals. We do our best. To, to stay professional? No. To not talk about personal things. <laughs> That's true. We're not very good at it. Yeah, they don't even know. We're also not very good at staying professional. Nobody, nobody it it's not in the description for this podcast that it's if only If only they knew the things we said not during we, recording. Yeah, that's, like, that's the best stuff. It's true. We had a weekend of Dustin, things that would <laughs> truly, no. truly offend people. Dustin yep. got a taste of it before we started the show. So. Yeah, he, he's aware. Guests get a taste of it before they Someone come in. Is this Camilla's show? No. <laughs> no. No, 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 no. We have not hit We do have yet. a line. It's hard to <laughs> believe, I know, but there is a line that We're we not, don't cross. Yeah. People anyway. just don't realize the weird shit that they say to their friends when they think nobody's listening. That's the difference. That's probably mostly true. Yeah, because someone will take it out of context if you record it and post it on the internet. They will. Yeah, for sure. It's funny in the moment, but you know someone else heard it. Right. <laughs> then it's not funny. Nope. All right, well, let's actually do Adam's opener at the beginning of the episode. How about that? Whoa. Does that sound crazy? Yeah. Let's do the opener it. presented by Factor Fabrication. All right, so I have a hypothetical question for you guys. This was something that kind of came up in the news a few weeks ago. I decided not to talk about it, but then for whatever reason, uh, this question popped in my mind. So Kimi Raikkonen, uh, Formula One Ferrari driver, uh, famed, highly social, very friendly guy. I'd hang out with him on the weekends. No, I would too. None of those we would have are, deep conversations. None of those things are true. Deep conversations. The dude's like a fucking robot. We could go fishing. I bet he's a funny robot though. <clears throat> I bet when he talks, it's pure gold. Probably, yeah. That's <laughs> he doesn't say anything. Historically, been the way it has been. It's like my brother. He'll just real quiet guy, real quiet. Yeah. And then all of a sudden, he'll just burn you with the worst <laughs> burn you've ever had in your whole life, and then no more talking. Yeah, that's probably true. That's Kimmy. Like barely even laughs about it. <laughs> Maybe a small chuckle in your face, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and just walks away. Yeah. Uh, so he's he's form or uh, Ferrari's number two. Uh, despite the fact that you're not supposed to have team orders or anything like that. Yeah, we don't need to get into that. Kimi Raikkonen is, without a doubt, their number two driver. Uh, Next year, he's going to Sauber, which is like, I mean, it's not Williams, but it's not exactly the best team. Mid-level? I would say that the... Lower tier? They're fighting for second to last. Yeah, I mean, that's one way to I think Williams is probably the worst team in Formula One right now. But I would say that Sauber and McLaren are are clawing their way down there. Yeah. So he has decided to run with Sauber next year. 
So the question I, I ask, I pose to you guys, because I'm kind of interested in knowing this, and I think that both of you will have very different answers. Kimi Raikkonen, uh, world champion, winner of all things, pinnacle of motorsports, as all Formula One fans like to claim, uh, retired, decided to come back to racing, uh-huh. but got a you know back on a spot with Ferrari, and then fast forward a few years, is basically being sent to the back of the pack. Would you take that opportunity? Like, how much? Money some is people, it? some people. I have no idea the money. The money's not the point. Uh, but it is the point. Some people. Well, because I think that Kimi Raikkonen has enough money. Can you really have enough money? I mean, but do you really need more? We were just talking about the lottery, so yes, yeah, the well, five hundred million yeah, I mean, dollar lottery. Can, that's if, fair. If you were a millionaire, you would still play the lottery to win more millions. Yeah, that's probably true. But like, I feel like he's doing all right. You know, he's an older I'm, guy. I'm sure he's fine. He could go on to other. Endeavors, endeavors like that aren't back of the pack, but some people have have hypothesized that maybe he's trying to like play a little bit of a Lewis Hamilton deal where he goes to a backmarker team and tries to build something out of it to like have a legacy to live off of. Yeah. So the question I ask you: Would you, would you guys, you know, say you're the Formula One world champion at some point? You retire, you come back again. Would you take a spot in a backmarker team, or would you just? Nah, I'm good. Yes. You think you'd take? You'd stay in for for, two, for, two, for multiple reasons. One, is good money, regardless of what team you're on. They're getting paid well at, at Kimi Raikkonen level. I mean, maybe. So he's getting paid on a shit team, so the pressure's low. He has any success, that's great. No one expected it. And then if he also has success, it's out of spite because fuck Ferrari. Sauber's like Ferrari's junior team, so he's still he's still Ferrari for all intents and purposes. Now I'm curious what he's getting paid because they run Ferrari Motors, and yeah. I mean they're basically Ferrari's feeder team, which is why I think he's there to build a legacy. Like he's there to help their junior drivers become their main drivers. In my opinion, would yeah. you would you deal with that sort of? BS. Would you go from from you know like a top one two level team to the bottom of the pack and deal with that, or would you just retire? What do you think, Michael? Would you deal with that? I'd go back to rallying. That's what I would do. Yeah, because apparently that's what he did in the middle here. Yeah, when he retired in like 2009, I think he went and rallied for a couple of years and then came back to Formula One. But I feel like there's so many other motorsport things you could do. I don't know that I would go and be a backmarker Formula One driver. I'd probably do like GTM racing or something. Yeah, there's, you know, WEC racing, there's lots of sports car. Bodies. Yeah, I'd do, I'd do sports car racing. Could probably go kind. to IndyCar. They're always oh, yeah, he looking, could go wherever they're always looking Indy, for drivers. IndyCar would probably be fun. I'd probably do IndyCar. I don't know enough about Formula One. I just. Yeah, I, I know. know you're. If I felt like I was taking a demotion, like just I'd in probably general, leave. Like, <clears throat> I mean, let's. You know, but like okay, so in, in, uh, so if he goes to any car, he's still going to be paid well, but potentially. You keep saying potentially, like there's not millions of dollars that they're throwing at these drivers. I think that in IndyCar, that's not necessarily the case. On a, I think, on a guy like Kimi Räikkönen, it would be the Formula One World Champion is going to come to any car. You don't think somebody's going to pay him? The thing at is least that like a million the dude's like old, and I mean he's not even that old. But in the world of professional race car drivers, he's pretty old, and apparently that just means you're irrelevant to a lot of those people. Not when you're winning. 
He's not, though. Well, he's still top tier. I mean, but he hasn't been. And, I, you know, I questioned because Ferrari. Ferrari is Ferrari, you know, and, and they've clearly favored Sebastian Vettel Without for quite a few of these uh, races and stuff like that. And they've all but told Kimmy just to, you know, hang back and defend. But And so, uh, you know, maybe... Maybe this will be the chance to crawl out from underneath him and and show that he is still a, a worthwhile person. But yeah, you know he he also he's not winning races. He's not doing you know he's not setting a ton of poles. He has here and there. Right. He's he's had a couple of podiums this year. He's still third in points. Exactly. I mean he's still doing all right. But I don't know, man. I don't know if you're getting forced out of a certain team and another team's like, yeah, you can be our number one. You kind of do it. I I would definitely take that and then do it out of spite. I mean, you if you win, you're kind of like just big, you know, middle finger to the people that didn't believe in you, right? Kimi Raikkonen seems like the kind of person that would go somewhere else and then win and then go fuck you, yeah. like in I a think press that's conference. Absolutely true. Yeah, I want to thank Sauer for believing me when Ferrari didn't, because you know, fuck <laughs> him. And, and then yeah, and, that's yeah, that's probably true. I mean, that's that, that's how I would look at it. Cool. Also, if I was a Formula One driver, I might just ride it out until like. Until they tell me I can't be here anymore? Yeah. Until no one will put my name on a line right. anymore? It's like, oh, God, this being catered to and the trailers and the women and the, oh, God, it's so terrible. I'll be like, yeah, I'm not leaving this lifestyle. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Hanging out in Monaco so many, with like, a bunch of models. watches and shit? Yeah. No, thank you. Hublas. I'd be in that. Well, you, did you ever see the Daniel Tosh stand-up special where he's talking about Brett Favre? No. People are like... Because well, how many times is that dude retired? Exactly. But, <laughs> but then he was saying like people were telling him, you know Brett Favre shouldn't retire. They're gonna, you know he's, they're like well we'll come back we'll pay you a million dollars. Yeah I'm gonna do that. Well then you you just keep going and going and going until you're like the backup quarterback or the you know like the third string quarterback. But they're still gonna pay you a shit ton of money. Right. Yeah I'm gonna keep doing that. Fuck my legacy. I'm gonna keep doing that for money. You know for money. I, I would probably do. I the don't same even think I do it for money. I do it for the lifestyle. Yeah. I think a lot of these guys are. I mean they're very like. Self-centered, egotistical dudes. I'm sure. I, I think that a lot of them would want to go out on top. Well, I think part of the e- the problem with the ego is that you always think that you're number one, and that your 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 peak isn't there yet. You you're not peaking. You, you may have just won, and everyone else sees it as a peak. You're like, Psh, I'm gonna repeat next year, and I'm repeat the year after that. Or you, you're like, well, I'll do one more year and see what happens. And then when you fail, you're like, well, well I got to repeat. Now I got to keep was going. Their fault. I right. got to keep going. I think that's probably what it boils down to. It was my team's fault. Yeah, it's that same bad that strategy same, that, calls. That same ego that you think you would want to f- finish on top, phrasing is also. <laughs> I always the finish sa- on this, top. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> There's also the same ego that's going to make you keep going back or do it out of spite. That's probably true. Maybe it's just because I don't have that ego. I would, I would duck and run. No, I would rather go somewhere to another like lower C- series where I can still be the top guy on a top team. But then you're the big fish in the little pond. He'd rather be he'd rather be chasing the big fish in the big pond. But I feel like he's gonna he's the big fish in the in like the small fish car. Which is why when he wins, it's gonna be. He's not good. gonna because he's sound. I'm calling it right now. He's gonna do nah better than can, anyone expects. I can tell you this: he's not gonna be on my fantasy team next year. He might be. He might start in the back and then work his way to the front. That's more nah, points. Everyone knows not, that. He's not going to be in my fantasy team next year. Fine, I'm picking him. Glad he's <laughs> back to being negative Nielsen because he was yeah. oddly positive Super this past positive. weekend. Like, it was fucking annoying. Well, at least it's not snowing. It wasn't yeah, snowing. It dude. Was, it rained was, for three days. We got six inches of rain here in Des Moines in the last like four days. If that would have been snow, it would have been feet. 
of snow. Oh, Shall Man. we move on real quick here? Yeah, Mr. Don't Weatherman. Forget. All right, factorfabrication.com, Factor Fabrication on Instagram. You can see Booney's giant staircase that he built out of the beam. That he, Not that I was trying to bent. describe the last time we were yep. on the show. It's on Instagram. Go find it. It's so cool. It's crazy. It's not done yet. They got threads yeah, to put on it, handrails. Yeah. So just that's something to check out if you're interested in fabrication. It's, like a it's big, very interesting. Big curved spine. It's super neat. Moving on. Mr. Positivity. Okay. Glad you're back to being Kimmy Raikkonen. Okay. Because it rained all... Nonstop. Just one time. Almost. One, one race event in 2018. It would have been nice to go to and not have it rain. That would have been I think great. when we went to the first O-Drift Collective, it technically rained. Yeah. Because it was like misty and fucking weird. Yep. It rained at Grid Life Midwest. It rained at Grid Life Round foul. 5. Yep. Yeah, the it SC- rained at Formula Drift. I had really we had to postpone one of the SCCA uh, time trials events because it was foggy and wet track. And I postponed. I mean, like you know, an hour or two. It rained, and then there, we had one one nice time. It rained for like one. ten minutes at uh, Audubon, and the day before it was like a hundred and twenty degrees with like a hundred and fifty percent humidity. So turned into a sauna. Is basically rain. So yeah, it's been a real shitty year. Yes, weather wise was not super great. I believe the term is El Nino. I was waiting for that. No. But at least it wasn't snowing. He's, wasn't the, only, snowing. he's the only person I've heard I use the word hate. El Nino since nah, like 2005. I've heard multiple people say this is an El Nino year. It's the only person I've heard I'm just say it. Repeating what everyone else. This, by the way, this it's picture of Robbie wrong. in front of the tent, which we have a different tent now. This looks like it's one a of wonderful those, tent, by the way. It worked this, really well. The tent worked well. We had a tarp situation. I, that I question some problems. I question how much the because we took like just like tarps, right? Yeah. And put them on the top of the tent, and so I question how much that was. The difference? It didn't hurt. Right. No. Water I, I didn't come up that. from the bottom, though. Well, that, that's because your nice tent has a tarp bottom, and then we put tarps under the tarp bottom. I feel like Thomas has had a tarp, tarp bottom, too, but I don't think we I put don't tarps recall. underneath it. Yeah, there yeah, was a tarp yeah, underneath yeah, you did. it. Yeah. Was there? Yep. Oh, okay. That's why I don't think his was a tarp bottom. Oh, okay. But anyway, this picture of you looks like one of those pictures from around, like, turn of the 20th century where people are like <laughs> moving to the west you know what I mean and they're standing there in front of the Hold mule on. and they're fucking miserable yeah you know can, what I mean can I make like, this black and white they haven't eaten in three days sort of thing that's exactly what that picture oh, looks like if you should have taken tent. it black and white I missed the like, mark I can't there. change it real there's a way to change it yeah I can change it you can post it we can post it on Instagram and change it to black and white there you go but that's exactly what that hashtag covered wagon yeah just hashtag Oregon trail it's a it's a covered tent and you know he can't smile to the I like camera. It. Yeah. No, they're never smiling no. in those pictures. Just like this They picture. always look miserable and half dead. That's what Rabbit looks like. Yeah, I was happy. And that was only Friday. <laughs> yeah, that was, that, was Friday. Sa- that was Saturday morning. That was morning. Saturday, oh, that was oh. Saturday, Saturday morning. morning. Yeah, because we didn't get there until dark, basically. That's right. That's we're practically setting up the tent in the dark. And I forgot every <laughs> single thing. Oh yeah, that I needed. He shows up with like <laughs> half a backpack and a helmet, and he goes, "We gotta go to Walmart." <laughs> you just so, came from your house where you live. You have all that stuff. So Thursday night, I unrolled my mattress, and I think that I probably hadn't unrolled it since Grid Life Midwest. Midwest, and it smelled a little funky still. So I decided that wasn't coming with me because I remember Robbie had bought an $8 air mattress at Grid Life Midwest. And I was like, that's a normal thing, right? I can just buy that. No big deal. And then I set aside a my sleeping bag and a pile of sweatshirts that I was going to bring with me. 
and promptly forgot all of those, and a pillow never even crossed my mind. That thought never even hit me. Ever. Not once. So there was no... Even if I remembered everything that I had planned to bring, a pillow was not on the radar. So that wouldn't have happened anyway. At least if you would have brought all your sweatshirts, you could have... Well, a pillow was like $4. Yeah, so I bought... So I bought the air mattress, the sleeping bag, the pillow... A sweatshirt and some like snacky things yep. and a, and some mountain lightning energy. Yeah, drinks. if by snacky things you mean cupcakes. You <laughs> ate an entire <laughs> box of cu- you ate like twenty cupcakes in a day. That's my, it's my new grid. <laughs> life Every time tradition. I turned around, you were eating cupcakes. <laughs> Dude, they're I was so like, good. What the fuck? How many? How could you eat that many cupcakes? It's my new grid life tradition. I did it in Midwest. Too. And somebody called you out on it too. Like, why do you keep eating cupcakes? Because <laughs> I bought them. Now I'm gonna eat them. Because they're delicious. How about those little like cereal bar things? Those those little Jif things? Yeah. Those are peanut butter and sugar. I bought the caramel, the salted caramel ones, which is more sugar. Yeah. Was just, than the peanut that butter. That was even worse yeah. than mine. They're so good, though. They were good. $40 for all that stuff. <laughs> I mean, could have been worse. It could have been a lot worse. Could have been a lot worse. Who knew you could buy an air mattress and a sleeping bag for $9 a piece? The most expensive individual thing I bought was that stupid sweatshirt. <laughs> Your bright green one. It was day glow green. He <laughs> pulled up that picture in the tower. It's so yeah. I can wear it at work. We have to wear that color. I know. It, the, we go the, work. So well, I was like, well, well. The best part is we're in the tower, and you know it's not raining, and Adam has his hood up then too. God, I hate this picture so much. By the way, <laughs> it makes so me cold. so fucking angry because it, it's the worst picture I've ever taken. Yeah. Well, so it's a picture of me, Jabay, Sally McNulty, and Adam in the tower, and it's literally the worst picture anybody's ever taken. The only person who's looking you at can't, it is me. You can't see Sally at all. She's standing behind Adam. Adam, and it's it's not now. like, like oh, it'd be cool to say, like, oh, look, I got to interview Sally at Gridlife while we were announcing. You can't post that picture of her because it's like, it's it's not a very flattering picture of anybody from that angle. No. You know what I mean? It's art, man. I took it all It's art. not. It's infuriating is what it is. <laughs> Adam looks like he wants to die. Like Adam really looks like this is the end. Because I end. didn't know it was happening. It's literally the end of the end for Adam. I think that was the wet session, and so no records were being broken. And yeah, I was, was bored. This is Sunday morning. I was super sad. So, announcing was fun, though. It was yeah. fun. You guys did really good. That was well, a ton you, of fun. You did really good, Michael. Well, it took me a while to get. <laughs> like, oh, Adam had to dude, get I one. felt so Adam had to weird. get warmed up. That I was know. so funny. I was like, "Are we gonna start now? Or are we gonna start?" Like, I don't know, dude. I don't know if we're. Gonna... I'm like, I'm gonna start. And it, so then I started, and then I was like, "Okay, you say something." You're like, "I don't know what the fuck it said." I was like, "Just say, just say anything." And then so I kept. I would be saying <laughs> things to Michael with the mic right, off. Like, that were know, like really the things I need to be. You remember saying. back at Midwest Festival when they were here? They were running about. Blah, blah. I was like, "Say, turn the fucking microphone on. Say it's these five hundred people." Don't I don't want to say this. I felt I so get, weird about. It. I don't know why. People. I felt really weird. I don't I was know. Like, I was like, Adam, if you don't say something, I'm going to ask you a question. <laughs> That's and, what he and did. I'm going to fuck he you. Started over. asking me questions. I had no choice but to turn my mic on and say things. I was really upset by it. Well, yeah. Once you got rolling, you were fine, and I, knew, I know, and, and I, that was all it was going to take. I know. But, yeah, I mean, you're, and you're. That's just the way I am. Mike, and you're confident on the show, but so, like, I mean, the, I'm. It's just you two. Yeah, yeah. People listening don't matter. Yeah, but I don't know that, right? You know. But we were both standing there looking outside, going, "Some more people here than I thought there was going to be." Yeah, it was <laughs> looking out the window. Going, yeah, oh. it was the busiest October grid life I think they've ever had. Is it was. What, is what people I think were saying. every single event they had this year was the busiest of that particular event. That they had had this year. Yeah, I can see that. So, I'm, you know, so that's, that's, it's clearly a growing that's half of it. It's clearly a growing group. So, yeah, they're gonna. 
it's gonna be they have cool. no problem selling out any event that they do at this point, which is awesome. Yeah, that's great success. So, but we took Robbie's car out there, so Robbie had a yep. HPDE ticket. And uh, first of all, I want to say that I think the Avalanche pulls well, and if anybody says it differently, then they're a dummy. I thought I don't know why. Like, there's been a debate about whether or not the Avalanche will pull the 240 in a trailer. I don't know what that's been about, but they're wrong. You, you're wrong because I drove it. Most of the way back, and it was fine. Sitting in the back seat, I mean, you know, that's not exactly the... But I, you don't know it's It didn't there. do, like, anything weird. There was never was, a time no. where I felt like the trailer was trying to drive Kill us. the truck. Yeah, and we, yeah, we were driving that rainstorm. It yeah. was quite windy for a while. Yeah. And, yeah, it got real nasty in the water, and it never once felt like... No, it... It didn't feel like the tongue weight was off. Yeah. I don't know. People it did really well. Then, on and on about. Yeah, I-80 and 94 are pretty relatively flat. So, I mean, the, the weird cruise control with the four-speed transmission. Where it... Yeah, so like, it did like twice like, the whole trip. That's a... I mean... Unlike when you go to Omaha where it does it like every three all minutes. All the time. Every three yeah, minutes. Omaha drives miserable. But I'll say it. 90% of people never, ever, ever, ever need those giant diesel pickup trucks to pull their race cars. You don't need it. Mine works fine. I I was in the other camp, but I will now say if you have an open trailer and yours is metal, yours is steel, steel right? Yep. You don't you don't need one. I get I get when you're rolling down the road with an enclosed trailer, you'll want a heavier truck out front, you know, because that's literally a rolling brick at that point. Although I think, according to my dad, who's towed both, I don't have experience with both, but according to my dad, who's towed both, uh, the trailer we currently have is the slanted nose. Mm-hmm. Apparently that makes a world of difference. Hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure. So, is yours that way? Is yours it's it's like front? a yours is triangular point, nose. Yours is nose yeah, I'm sure that helps significantly. It probably too. does. I don't remember because it's bigger than the one that we used to have. So I don't know. Can't say right. if it's better or worse. Right. But, but I like the open trailer towing. It's good. Yeah, works out good. Yours got that shield on the front, which is the rock guard. You don't yeah. have to worry about. Shit flying up and hitting the car. So. Except when you drive like on a couple miles of gravel and your car's filthy. Now. So dirty. Filthy. Robbie just likes an open trailer so he can look back and see his car. I think uh, he that just... way I know it's still there and that it's not like it didn't thrashing, come off. Or, yeah, thrashing around. I'm super paranoid about that. I check it at every stop. You should. Which, which is probably good practice. But yeah. I'm always absolutely. I'm always nervous that something's Some people wrong. don't take towing seriously enough. Like the I'm not gonna point out names or people or anybody, but there was a car in front of us on the way home. That had not enough straps, in my opinion. I don't think that was a grid life car. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it was. Oh, okay. He was on track. Oh, I was thinking a different car then. Yep. When I was he, thinking the Donk. No, the Donk in Chicago also. He, his was strapped. Yeah, his well. was properly strapped. Yep. But this this car that left grid life was not properly strapped, in my opinion, and I was nervous for him. Yeah. Like I said, I don't think people take that seriously enough. No. I remember uh, it's been quite a while, but Austin Covey posted a picture of a guy in city traffic with some big 80s like G-body type thing if I remember correctly held on by one of the little Ugh. like Walmart toe straps that won't hold nothing just one nope and if I remember right it was in the back <laughs> close enough so yeah. just set the brake it's fine yeah it'll, it'll work out fine it's in park it's in park the brake's the on wheels aren't where's going it going anywhere. yeah he'll be fine Not one of my weirdest trailer experiences is Understanding that the car moves around on the trailer, <clears throat> you mean like, we had a problem with that with the Fiat for a while. The Fiat, yeah, you, would, yeah, you said the would Fiat like walk its, it would walk itself around. It's it's a, a weird two, thing. The 240 doesn't walk. At least not I don't know that I've, I've ever noticed that on anything I've. 
for some reason the fee, I wonder if it was just because we were using like chassis pickup points. I wonder if it was just oh, it wanted to like move around, and then you had yeah, if you stopped, you'd want to recinch it, or if you got in it to take it off the trailer, you'd notice it was like just cocked just a little bit. It was weird. Huh. I don't know. That was on like the old trailer in the old Fiat setup. Me, like super hyper paranoid. I just ruined Robbie's headphones. There we go. Fixed now. Super Rude. hyper paranoid about losing a car if that was happening. Well, it's not yeah. falling off. It's just walking. Yeah. I'm still super hyper paranoid even yeah. when I have no issues. So. Well, that's fair. That's just the life I live. <laughs> Robbie's life in general is I'm super hyper paranoid. Super hyper paranoid that everything's wrong. So I, I double check. two seconds away from an anxiety attack. At all times. <laughs> yeah. He looks like he's got it together. He doesn't. All up here, man. It's just <laughs> pure chaos and anxiety. Speaking of uh, soothing Robbie's anxiety and chaos, you had many hugs given to you. Lots of oh, hugs from dude. strangers. In fact, I hugged somebody else. I, hu- I hugged Joshua Orr. Yeah. Oh, really? He didn't see it coming. Just gave him a hug. Oh, bam. Well, I gave him a sticker, so that counts. Yeah, that's whatever. It's on the car. Met even. some people, got hugs, made friends. Yeah, yeah hugs got- from a guy we had never been introduced to prior to that. He hugged me first and then Levi. introduced himself. Yep. Like, literally the greatest moment of my entire life. Yeah. And then he told us that he's uh, camping over an antisocial hill, and I was like, well, you got room over there? We'll be moving. I'll be moving over Next there. Next time, we are for sure going to antisocial hill. That was nice. That was great. didn't have any problem with where we were. It was relatively no, it was fine. not rowdy. I thought it was going to be more no. rowdy than it was. About well, 1230 <laughs> rolled around, that whole thing shut down. Like, everybody just passed out. Yeah. Well, you guys all went and were social at like 1030. Everyone's like, hey, you guys want to go? No, I'm going to go stream the UFC fight on my phone. <laughs> No, you fucking, that's not what happened. You disappeared. We were in Matt's camper van, which, by the way, we need a camper van. Which is van. wonderful, yeah. And Matt was a wonderful looking. host. Matt was a wonderful host, I must say, with the spec fit. He yeah. fed us and gave me whiskey, so that's great. Yep. And then we were in there, and you, like, started to leave, and we're like, oh, are you going to bed? And you're like, yep. And you just, <laughs> that's what happened. <laughs> well, you guys were talking about going and doing stuff, and I'm, I didn't want to go do yeah, we didn't. You guys walked around for, like, two hours. No, we sat in Matt's van one. for most of it. Oh, yeah. We were in Matt's van with a heater on. No, oh, I was in the tent with my sweatshirt on, watching the UFC fight on my phone. It was, it was a nice temperature outside, though. Yeah, We fun. were hanging out, talking about 8.8 IRS swaps and S2000s and cool stuff like uh, that. I was watching Khabib beat up Connor. My night was great. <laughs> it was myself. anti-social Robbie's perfect night. <laughs> I, I did all of my social obligations till 1030, and then I went to bed. Leave me he, alone. he got some hugs, and then he decided to turn he's into like the a, night. He's like a mogwai. Yeah, yeah. He he can't, don't don't leave try me and socialize with him after ten thirty, sure. and he turns into a gremlin. The movie Gremlins. Oh, I I had assumed it was Star Wars. I didn't. Nah. <laughs> Mogwais. I don't know. <laughs> something like that. Mog yeah. Mog somethings. Mogwais. I'm pretty sure that's right. You can't feed him after midnight. Can't get him wet. Yeah. There's something else he can't do. To him. I can't remember. There's a joke there. But I'm gonna Sounds like a low. stupid movie, but anyway. It's so a great movie. It's a great movie. Even Robbie likes that It's right movie. up there with Star Wars and Jurassic Park. It's the same level of stupidity. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. I had a rain day for work yesterday, and uh, we watched multiple Star Wars movies. Logan loves them. Well, yeah, he doesn't have a uh, yeah, choice. It's not like he can run never, the DVD player. He's never had the chance. He's got to sit there and watch it. He loved them. Allegedly, yeah. He doesn't have to sit there and watch it. And he's got full reign mm-hmm. of the whole yeah, house. Sure. Do whatever yeah. the hell no, he wants. No, sure. When Dad tells the story, he loved it. You know. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what to tell you guys. They're good movies. Deal with it. No. Damn. <laughs> so, Robbie, you got a chance to race a gingerman. I was finally on track at gingerman in my car. Um, it was really good. 
Um, uh, I wasn't going to replace the tires for the last event of the year, so mine are pretty worn out. Slicks, and essentially. They were our... Jesus Christ, you went around and told the whole fucking paddock, that loser doesn't have any fucking tires. You told everybody he didn't have any tires. <laughs> he didn't. I was like, why are you telling everybody he doesn't have any... Like, who cares? No, that's perfect. Give me room. Just stay away. <laughs> stay away from the guy. He's got no slicks. He's, he's on slicks, and it's wet. Yeah, because even James commented on uh, Instagram. was like, do you bring wet tires? Yeah, if you mean worn out RE71Rs, then yeah. They're I got, street I have, tires. I have wet tires. Yeah, they're perfect. There's tread on there. Sort of. You can see where there used to be tread. Yeah, it's to the bars. He could have been like the guy I saw at Solo Nats that was carving tread into his tires. With didn't a, do that. That's what we should have done. With a death wheel. Well, Booney offered me another set of takeoffs. I just didn't have the time to run and get them. That, yeah. That week was nuts. Yeah. But yeah. So, it always is. Uh, Saturday morning it was wet. I, was, I took the 240 out and I was painfully cautious, which is ultra paranoid cautious for any normal human. I was even more cautious than normal. Um, and then immediately blew through a, uh, a turn, just slid right through it. And then that, it real, that just kind of ruined it for the first session where I was just like, well, can't trust my tires. Can't trust myself. So I was really driving way too slow, braking way too early, you know, pussy on the throttle the whole way through. Just So the first session was a really good feeling out just to learn the track, stay out of everybody's way, just let me ride. And then as the track dried out, I got more comfortable. And then... Uh, it was the third session and the fourth session. So it'd be like at 4.30, I was getting comfortable. My tires were able to get heated up. I could actually use grip. I was going quickly through turns, still nowhere near the capabilities of the car. And then at the night session, it was at like 7.30, um, when it was starting to get dark. My, I guarantee my fastest time of the day was in the dark. And I was Which is crazy. freaking terrified because my eyes don't work when the contacts are in at night. That was... Uh... That was quite a session for everybody. Yeah, anything after seven thirty was pretty dark. You know, I also there's one mistake that's been captured by apparently everyone was watching that corner <laughs> when I was there. So eleven is kind of the corner to watch, though. No, it was it was, a, it was the perfect corner to make a mistake on because we're going down the straight and this BMW is going real quick and I'm, I give him the point by and then I follow his speed through into turn eleven. But this is one of the opening laps, so my tires aren't quite warm enough yet. So then I hit the brakes, trying to brake with him, and then realize, nope, we're sliding. Slide all the way through 11, into the exit. I'm like, well, we're going into pit. I mean... I need some pit through. I need space! I need space! Of all the places that for that to happen, that is the ideal one. Yep. Yeah, turn three, I did it, but I stayed on track, and then turn 11, I slid through the, through the corner. Yeah. And then just took the exit, which is fine. So, yeah, just... Those are my rookie mistakes, but other than that, nothing major. I was mostly concerned. I wasn't concerned with my track, like my lap times or how fast I was doing. I was more of just learning the course, getting comfortable on track. Because like even I was running SCCA all summer. You know, we you know point to pass, point pass anywhere. Here I was an intermediate, so it was you can only pass on the straights. So like I'm, you know, people are following me because when you go from turn five all the way basically to ten, there's not really any room no, to pass that's basically corner after corner so like i'm going through there's a guy on my bumper i'm like just kidding just kidding wait wait <laughs> sorry get to 10 okay now go get out of here i would have let you pass a long time ago i'm trying you're on the yeah. back side of the track nobody would have told on you that and we can kind of get into why i don't like the night sessions um obviously my eyes my I, if i go without contacts i can't see well enough with I go with contacts, uh, I get halos really bad from the other headlights. Um, turn five, 
turn five, I couldn't see the braking zone. And turns basically seven, eight, nine, I couldn't see hardly anything. So I, once it, at the beginning of the 7.30 session, I was okay. But towards the end, probably my last three laps, I, I was like, nope, this is dumb. I'm done. I can't see. This, I'm unsafe. And it wasn't even dark yet, like truly dark at yeah. that point. So I, I felt uncomfortable because of my limited abilities and my inexperience. So I just called it early and took off. And then I rode along with Joe on his session. It just seemed like the darker it got, people use that as an excuse to ignore the fact that you needed point buys. Right. Well, if I can't see their point by, I don't need What's one anymore. What's the point? I don't need one anymore. And you just blow past people at really bad times. Um, so it felt like the darker it got, the less people were being watched or could be watched. And well, yeah. people were doing stupid shit. I mean, nothing like painfully dangerous, but in my opinion, was just like you're asking for trouble. Like there was one moment where the Miata that was in front of Joe wouldn't let him pass, so Joe finally took it. But in the meantime, the Cor- jo- Joshua in the yeah yep. in the Corvette behind Joe tried to pass as well. No one could see anybody, and then Josh ended up in the grass. So it's just you know. I'm not a big fan of night driving. I understand a lot of people were. I understand the excitement behind it. I truly didn't like it. And I probably won't. It would take a lot for me to do it again. Or at least I need something different with my eyes for sure. When I went to Autobahn, they have like a dusk one. But that's like in July. And for it does, it seems like it doesn't get dark like instantly as much as it does in October where it's, it just seems like it gets dark a lot faster, you know? And so you have this like dusk period where you've got 45 minutes or so where it's, where it's dim, but not dark. And I just from watching, I felt a lot more comfortable about that. It's dark enough that it's an interesting experience and you get the glowing rotors and the awesome pictures and it's really cool, but it wasn't so dark that I was like, these people are doing 120 miles an hour and the pitch black. This is insanity. Yeah. And I think the difference would have, like I think they needed maybe three more lights, three more yeah. floodlights, like something closer to turn five, something around turn seven and nine and stuff. And I think that would have made a huge difference. But other, like it just needed a little bit more light, in my opinion. And I, you know, it was it was probably fine, especially if you knew the track. And I'm probably one of the least familiar people with that track, right? Which is probably why I was even more uncomfortable. So like, but you know, if it had it been at RPM, I probably would have been a lot better. I would have been more comfortable. Well, you know that like some of those attack, time attack drivers are clearly quite comfortable with that course because they were like maybe two seconds slower, two or three seconds yeah, slower. Yeah, there were some guys the still running at one thirty. Yeah. Crazy fast times yeah. still. That was that was interesting. But Michael and I are trying to commentate it. Can't do like, it. You don't know Can't who, see anything. You don't know who's coming. Oh, there's some headlights coming down the main straight. Yep. Let's uh oh, crosses the line. Must have been this guy. Yeah. So, but this is the first time they've run it all year, right? The night session. Yeah, I think this is the only night session they've. Yeah, they they didn't they shut it down at Midwest. Yeah, at like six, but you can't. I think it was a little later than that, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, and I think it's smart to do it at the end of the season, whereas ninety percent of your people, your drivers have been on that track all season. Whereas you know, again, right. I'm the outlier. There's I'm a lot familiar. more. There's a lot more cars and a lot more, probably less experience on that course drivers at festival, right? Than there is at round five. Yeah. So. so yeah, so don't take my negative attitude towards night driving as a true a true opinion of the event, right? Just because it's my inexperience that's probably holding me back the most. <laughs> we need to get you some LASIK, Robbie. I do, yeah, that's that's the crazy thing is cause I'll go in there like you know how do you feel about LASIK? 
Well, your eyes really aren't that bad. It's like, yeah, but they're I like mean, the weakest contacts I can give you. But like, I yeah, want to do endurance. I want to drive. It, I want to drive at night much more comfortably. <laughs> that, so yeah, because that pretty much dashes your hopes of twenty four hour endurance racing. I'm sure I could get visors and you know. There's, well, stuff, I mean, there's stuff for night yeah. driving. That Josh I said he has a not, polarized visor on his helmet. That would make a huge apparently difference. That helps a lot. Yeah, I just got the real cheap visor. So I, I think if I would, again, if I had a nice visor, the more, more prepared, confidence. Pre- yeah, confidence, more prepared for it, I'd been fine. Right. But yeah, like even just driving at night with just these, these contacts, you know, at the end of the day, my eyes are tired. Right. So, but yeah, you guys did a good job. You commentated. You, uh, you were, you were you were knowledgeable of the cars. You were able to pull Cody Loveland up. Adam Jabay was up there for a while talking about Talk it. Talked to Eric McNulty. Streeter. Did you hear our talk with him, the the Mini Cooper guy? I don't think I was there. He for had long. the Caterham. Yes, he owns the Caterham that was there this weekend. But apparently, he's building this uh, this tube chassis Mini. Okay, that's yep. like arrowed out and crazy, and it's got a. What do you say? Three sixty to the wheel. I think it was or something. Yeah, he's like got that. a high. He's got Turbo a turbocharged Hayabusa. Hayabusa motor. Yeah, that works. And he was drive. for like eleven hundred pounds or something like that. That'll be a rocket ship. Oh my god, it'd be so <laughs> great, dude. That'll be a fun car. It'd be so much fun. But didn't he say he's got like a street one already? Yeah, he's got another Mini Cooper that had a that had the. But I, was it front wheel drive though? Or I think was it was still front wheel drive. but has a motorcycle engine in it. Maybe? Yeah. Something about an R one, maybe. I think you. I think it's an R one. I have all the audio files. I'm just going to give them to Jabay after I screw with them a little bit for audio quality issues, and then I'll let him do with them what he wants to do with them. So they will be available at some point if anybody's interested in listening to any of that. that. Yeah, because Cody Loveland was awesome. Um, Is that an EG? I think it's an EG. Okay, so yeah, Beastie Hatch on on Instagram and Facebook, and I'm sure that a lot of people are aware of it. But anyway, so th- that's the car. That's the uh, wheels off the hypercar, right? And it the was arrow. the w- there was the wheels and the rear wing and the front splitter off of the NV8 uh, NV8 hypercar that he ran at Pikes Peak. So he had that out there um, more for testing purposes, but uh, he had some good runs. I think this is um, basically the first track day. It's, sure, it's had a like. I mean, they've they've done some stuff with it. It did a hill climb not that long ago. Empire, I think it was, he'll climb. And it's got the turbo V6 in it. It's got an H-series V6 in it with a turbo. Made right at 500 a wheel. So it's it's a killer car. It's, it's, it's very quick. cool. Yeah, quick for sure. It was cool. And he was, you know, getting used to it. And I don't I mean, they kind of said they felt like it was a great little car, you know, reliable. I think, I want to say those are 335 square. I believe yes. it. I'd buy into that. That's massive. That's a wild tire on a... On a Civic. That's so crazy. So, because I so. think James is running like 315s in the front of his. I think so. Yeah. I think they're 315s and like 255s maybe in the back, if I remember right, on that Integra. So, yeah, that's that's a pretty wild. 335 squares a pretty wild setup. So yeah, for a Honda Civic. For anything, for, really. True. You know? I think I've seen that on a GTR once. Yeah, probably. <laughs> exactly. So, that yeah, that was, was fun. That was cool. It was cool to get a chance to do it with Jabay, too, because obviously he's been doing it for years and years and years and years, yeah. even before Grid Life. And, Him, and he, he's he's just, he's got that knowledge and he's got that experience. He's just good at it. Him coming up there and talking with us is what kind of settled me down and 
got me to relax and be able to do it was feeling well, a little more comfortable with it. It's hard to know what he wanted exactly other than calling times and talking about a few things. I just didn't know what exactly he expected. But then once he kind of came up and did his normal thing, then you go, yeah. okay, this is what I think he just wants us to talk about the cars on the course and say the things we think and – you know? But you know how Jabay is. He's like, I don't know, man. Do whatever you want. I know. He's just like, so nonchalant about some, everything. Yeah, Direction! <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, he's so chill about everything. Just, just go up. You'll be fine. Just do just, it. Just, just, like, start, just start I asked talking. Him, he, he would literally just, like, just start talking. Just talk about it. I asked like, him a little week before. Like, so what do we need to do about like tickets? Do you want us to buy tickets? Are we are we we'll coming as staff or whatever? He's like, I don't know, man. I'll deal with it. Like, ask me next week, Thursday. I was like, Thursday? We'll be there Friday. We're fucking leaving Friday morning, dude. I can't. You give, I'm like super relaxed about that stuff. You're giving me anxiety about it. Come on, man. Yep. So yeah, he's he's interesting. He's a character. Love the guy to death. He, yes, and everybody loves him. Yeah, oh, everybody yeah. there loves him. Yep. So, but uh, that was cool. Uh, I also got to uh, hang out with Porsche friends. That was great. Did Speaking you? of this being the Porsche podcast, yep, JB was there with the rig, and Yo All was right. there. I didn't know that Yo was going to bring his Porsche. Was, so JB had a was that a GT3? He has a GT3 RS. Four row. So that's that's an NA car then. Correct. With the four liter in it. Yes. So did they put more than one motor in the GT3 RS? There's cars? been lots of GT3 RS. Well, that, that, so, gen- so, 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 so. that generation. I believe. So the 991, there is a possibility that there was a 3.8 in there. I'm not sure. Because okay. they fiddle with that. Because it says 4.0 on the back, like that's some, uh, as well as GT3 RS. Well, I think that that's a big deal. Like that's a big. That's well, yeah. I'm there asking. was there have been 3.8 GT3s. Okay. So I think that's like yeah, that's the Ford. It's the big one. Okay. So that's bad. It sounds awesome. It's a big deal. It sounded really cool. But he was that he showed chat. up with that car and not the Lambo because he was gonna. Well, I think he wanted to drive that, but also he he was thinking that Swenson wasn't gonna show up for some reason, with and then he ZR1. showed up like last second. Yeah. And he was like, and I was standing there when he pulled in and he goes, God damn it. Because <laughs> he was third. So if, if Swenson didn't show up, he was going to get second. Right. So I feel I feel for him. But then he's like, man, he's like, I don't know if I want to run this now. <laughs> he's like, he wasn't thinking he was going to have to run very hard, you know, and then. So they, they also brought the FT86 oh, Speed Factory. Uh, it's not his. I just. It, it looks I, like I, his, I, though. It's yeah, the right I, color. I, I forgot yeah. to see that kind of gray right picture of it. That so. light gray right. color. So. The the BRZ FRS whatever it is yes is, was that an unlimited class car? You know I don't know for sure I would I have to remember. look at well because they haven't really run it at grid life so it doesn't have like a spot. Well, I just I don't you know? remember. I want it. so it's got a sequential in it right? Yes. It's got a sequential. Let's say yep. sequentials are not allowed in track mod, and I think they had Hoosiers on it, which means it is an unlimited. Okay, I would not be at all surprised because anything if it was under an hundred treadwear ends up an unlimited. So I think, and I don't think you're allowed to have sequentials in anything but unlimited. Okay, I think, I think you're right. So, it's a super cool car. They've been working out some bugs with it. Rob's so. gonna buy it. They got a few <laughs> runs in. Yeah, if I could buy a house for that. <laughs> they got a few runs in in it, and then had some snags and put yeah. it away. Yep. yep. And yep. then had it back out, and then put it back away. Yeah, so they're fighting all sorts of just one issue after another. You Hopefully, fix one, then fight the other. That's. But it's a brand. I built time It's a brand new car. It's a brand new car. Like is. full. Well, round up build, build. Yep. right? You're gonna have problem. It's not like Houghton's car where you know you're gonna step step went through step. phases. Oh, and this then, broke. Now I build this yeah. instead. And then, type deal. right, you have yeah. an issue, and then you fix that issue, and then you go to the next event. You know, this is like, hey, everything in this car is brand new. Yeah. Have fun. Good luck. 
Yeah. May the force be with you. And then you. you get in it and you're like, oh, I'm losing fuel pressure. This motor costs, I don't even want to know how much. I'm going to stop. <laughs> Why is there all this oil in the driver's right. compartment? I'm going to stop now. So I, I feel that. Yeah. Yeah. No, I was nerding out about that car quite a, a bit. Like even pretty like, hefty turbo like, in it, isn't like it? We were, I didn't, I never saw the hood popped. Okay. Um, yeah. We, we would do stuff in the tower or I'd, you know, do stuff on my car and then I'd go to the restroom or something and then, then they're parked right there. I'm like, I'm going to go look at that car again. Robbie's going <laughs> to, I don't know if everyone's aware of this or not. Robbie's going to end up in an FRS or a BRZ. Yeah, he's not getting another 240, and he's not getting a 350. I don't think he's doing that right now. Life. I think you're not getting a 350. Don't even act like you're. He's gonna buy a Subaru. You gonna be a Subaru? Oh, I hope you get the Subaru one. I want that Toyota one though. I hope you. I, hope, I have the I don't most, know if I'm gonna I have, have choice, the stupidest but. reason for wanting the Toyota for preferring the Toyota one over the. Subaru. There's one. no such thing as a stupid reasoning for wanting a Toyota over a Subaru. One. No, it's because they're the same car, Robbie. <laughs> they're identical cars. <laughs> no, they have different markers. The FRS, number one, like the front bumper stuff's a little more aggressive. Yes. Reed Ricey. Yes. Which I'm into. Which is why I like right. it. And then the other thing that I think is ridiculous about it, the Toyota, the badge on the top of the front fenders on the like towards the door, yep. have the horizontally opposed cylinders on them. Showing that it's a boxer motor on the Toyotas, but not on the Subarus, and I think that's ridiculous. Maybe they just assume you know it is. And in so, a Subaru. like for those two, like incredibly unimportant reasons, I would own the FRS over the BRZ. Agreed, hundred <laughs> percent. Well, so I won't say her name because I don't know if she wants me to. But Art Fuel Spark on Instagram, she showed up, and she has a brand new. FRS. So you said that has a TRD exhaust on it? Yeah. Sounded very, very, like, throaty. Sounded really quite cool. Um, But yeah, so she's got the new, the restyle one is, it's a lot better. I haven't noticed, or I haven't looked close enough at the restyle to notice. It's really, the front of it's really aggressive. On the FRS? Yeah. It's like, this looks good. I I dig it. But yeah, I want to, I want to engine swap it. That's the problem is I, Oh man! If I want, yeah, isn't is it look, the new one? Doesn't look yeah, better. That, that, should be, that, should, that should be the twenty eighteen. That is, it looks better. That is very aggressive. I like it though. Yeah. It looks very angry. No, but I think it, it would, if I was a smart man, I would have bought a vehicle that wasn't engine swapped to start racing with, instead of having a car that's automatically in track mod, or worse, or worse, depending <laughs> on what series I'm at. Yeah. So it'd be nice to have just a stock BRZ. Well, that's what John John who works with. FT86 was telling you to do yeah, his... We, we talked at length Because he ran his... About it. He's got Subaru, right? Yeah. He's got the Subaru. Yep. yep. And he, that dude is... He's quick. Hey, he's, he's a good driver. He's a really good driver. Yep. He's got, he's got a lot of experience. He's good. A lot of tracks, too. He's raced at a lot of tracks. Yep. That, that helps, but... Yeah, we, we talked about him racing his you know, Atlanta, RPM, grid life, all that stuff, so... He's basically sold Robbie on that life. I was so. sold anyways, but it was nice to have someone just reassure me. Like, yeah. John's... This is a good car. John's good for that type of stuff though he's very yeah he pointed reasonable out, yeah he's telling me things like you know look out for this or you know expect this stuff like that did he say anything to you about changing the rear differential i can't remember it's like literally the first thing i would do on that car if i owned it because i've been in, in i've been in one with the stock diff and i've been in one with a shorter final drive diff night and day i'm sure it's better so much acceleration better. i'm in because i've driven i drove yo's car Back in the day when he had one, uh, and yeah, they changed the the rear diff, and it, it 
Have you driven a non? Have you driven like a bone stock one? Yeah, I drove. I drove it when it was new at the dealership, and I oh, went, like, "Man, this sucks!" Like I don't want it because they're kind of eco geared. Yeah, and so the like, especially like fourth and fifth are miles long. Ooh. And then the final drive, you know, you just you put like a much shorter final drive in it. You don't have to change anything else. It totally changes that car. I think the final drive is why the Miata is faster, even though it weighs more and has less power. <laughs> But yeah, Yo's. I think I drove Yo's and JB's like right at the beginning of FT86, and they, it's it's a lot better. Yeah, okay. I'd recommend if that. If the rules allow it, for whatever class you choose. If I, if I happen to get one, then yeah, definitely. When, when you get when one, you get one, when you get one, when I just fall into a pit, and of then money, when you get uh, yeah. fucking so sure. so and on then, the group this week, find nice. Don't waste your time. I don't have the money. Cheapest, I don't no, no, have cheapest, the money. Cheapest lightly FRS tracked. you can find. Maybe salvage you know, title. Got a couple of. If you find the Robbie a salvage titled FRS, he will probably have to buy it. I'll, look I'll put at it, it that I'll way. I'll definitely look at it. It will torture. I feel like his that's soul. the car you bu- you buy with like the right tasteful track mods, like as opposed th- to like a WRX, which is like a bomb. You might as well just buy a bomb. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know that much about it, but I, th- I know that like oil coolers are kind of a popular thing on those, and and there's a few little things here and there that you got to fix for them to be really be. Like abuse the shit out of track cars, like you gotta go find one of those and and pay pennies on the dollar compared to what it would cost for you to just build those parts. What did What did John tell you to change? Do you remember? I can't remember off the top of my head. Okay. They have any oiling problems? Like I don't know. I swear, I oil. Jesus Christ, I'm not, not that this serious. Wasn't about fucking it. PRI, you weren't sick. Why can't you remember what we you talked about? I wasn't about? serious about buying. How do you go right places now? and not remember things? I don't remember anything. I swear, oil coolers are a thing on those cars. So. Maybe. I don't know. Or you could just, you could 2J swap it. No. Then, then Why? I'm, then I'm in the exact same situation I'm in right now. He's well, trying yeah, to stay you, out you of know, that you, situation. You do it, you run the F Actually, whatever, no. 20. No, a 2J, you wouldn't be in the same situation. See? And? Because then you wait. could be in street mod, because that's only plus or minus two cylinders. That's a totally more reasonable class, Robbie. No. Street mod's fine. No. Do it, Robbie. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna b- just start over and then bring myself right back. No, to no, you, for twice you run. The money. You run that for a while and then you put a two J in it. You don't do it immediately, like, like a, some yeah, sort of fucking maniac. Like, yeah, <laughs> we're already at that point. <laughs> <laughs> There's a bunch of guys that ran with Grid Life, and I think with my div too, that have kind of like created their own Spec '86 class. Yep, and that sounds like kind Fun. of interesting for you. Yeah, I mean, I think that'd be something you'd enjoy. In. Spec '86 sounds. Reasonably fun. You could do uh, spec solo coupe with it. Do autocross things and time trials and yep, yep. my div and grid life. Speaking of which, you need to dethrone all the black BMWs in SCCA next year. Well, FYI. I'm going to basically live in my simulator all winter. Okay, that's <laughs> so a good start. That's a good start. I'm gonna. I'm, all I'm reading this winter are the recommended books by Ross Bentley. They're already here. He does already a, started. He does a turns out he does like a shitload of free webinars. Yep. I need to like start getting in on that stuff a little better. Apparently he's doing one I need to find about how to DIY at home build a shock dyno machine. Oh yeah. And I'm super into that idea. Interesting. Not a clue what I'd be doing with it because I don't know f- the first thing about shock tuning. You could dyno everybody's shock. But I feel yeah. like the only way I'm going to learn is by building a DIY at home shock dyno. That's, that's just start. Yeah, just, just start. Just gotta start somewhere. Yeah, 
I got some junk conies at home that are rebuildable. Let's do this. Perfect. But yeah, no. Um, after riding in my car and then knowing how far away from the limit I was on every turn, and then riding with Joe and his Miata, whereas he was very close to the limit, or at least it sure felt like it because his car was much more slidey, much more, but you know, much more controlled and gripped, and it was much faster. If I can drive the 240 at that level, I'm very excited to see how fast that car can go. That's that slip angle thing that Jabay keeps talking about. Yeah, like that's a podcast. Oh, is it a podcast? Oh, Never different. mind. Never Way mind. different. Never mind. Slip angle's a thing you do with dirt cars. Oh no. <laughs> but yeah, like the the fact that I was putting the times I was with my very limited ability versus what the car is capable of, it's it's I'm excited for what next year's gonna bring. Seat time, seat time, seat time. Does anybody want to meet me at the track on Sundays from every Sunday from now on? <laughs> I'm in. Sunday yeah. fun day. Sunday fun day. I'd like to do a meet Sunday me there. fun day. 60, 60 bucks for open essentially lapping. an open lapping day. Like, that's hard to beat. We'll do some Sunday fun days, Robbie. Yes. I'm, in. I'm all for it. Put the Fiat on the open trailer. I, Josh has told me that, that I am more than welcome to a co-driving position in the Neon. Because I, I think if you... It, they have something like a slight price difference. Like instead of being $30, it's like $40 a person if you have two drivers. Oh, God. Right. It's so awful. Right. Break, break yeah. the bank. Price but gouging. I'll figure it out. <laughs> you know, maybe throw them 20 bucks or something for tires. But yeah. other than that, we're good to go. Yeah. No, I'm hoping that I'm not like my season's over. So I'm not, I shouldn't have any major things to do to the car. Brakes and tires. That's really all I want to be throwing at it for the next year. So just. Just drive the damn thing. Drive it. Drive it. That's drive what it you faster. built it for. It's time to actually do it. I, yeah, I've already fixed everything I was planning to fix over the winter anyways, so we're ahead there. That a boy. Right. That means you can just stockpile entry fees. Entry fees and then... Some extra tires, Simulator perhaps. and then the knowledge. That's all I'm going to do this winter. Yeah. That's all I got. It's unfortunate that we have come to that point in the year where we have to talk about that it's over, but uh, here we are. Yeah. It's been a sad week. But a good I week. didn't even get it my car out, week. so I don't want to hear about it. <laughs> it has been a sad week. It's not it's not ideal being a big famous commentary celebrity all weekend and then going to work and <laughs> yeah, having to do normal like, work shit with normal people. Right. And, and, and go, I tried once. One time on Monday I said, Do you know who the fuck I am? And everybody <laughs> just looked at me weird and walked away. And I was insulted. But that's the world we live in, I guess. Yeah, you go from being a big shot, big shot, and then like the with actor, a microphone. Yeah, they don't even know who you are anymore. They don't even know. They don't even. They don't care. Yeah, outraged by New, the people I work with. Official voice of Grid Life Round Five. I'm putting that on my Instagram. <laughs> <laughs> Newsflash: Basically, no one at Grid Life Round Five had any idea who we were either. <laughs> Doesn't matter. We had the mics. So. Well, you guys had the mics most of the time I was on. Right? You we, talked. You talked. We about put the you track on there. A yeah, we forced we talked, you to do it, regardless of the fact that you it. didn't want to. I was all for it. We didn't have enough mics. We, I think we could have had a fourth mic. Yeah. But it was we kind need of pointless because I was on and off track. And we like, need to make sure that we have enough mics with switches, power switches. Yeah. Hey, first of all, Jabay brought his own microphone. It didn't have a switch. I That's know. on him. I know. I but take no to... responsibility for any of that. We need to Trust make... me, I'm seeing it in the edit program as I'm trying to <laughs> go through and fix stuff. It's not uh, my fault. I'd come up to the tower. Hey, you guys know that that mic that's sitting on the table is on, right? And I'm like, there's nothing I can do about it because Jabay <laughs> wants to record the session. If you want to record the session, you have to turn all the microphones on. That's the deal. <laughs> 
Yeah, because I'd be at the bathroom, and I could just kind of hear, like, mumbling. Oh, God, they left the fucking mic on. No, I couldn't turn it off, <laughs> because his doesn't have a switch on it. Hopefully no one heard us talking shit. <laughs> I wasn't up there talking shit for that very reason. I am aware yeah. of that shit. I was trying sure. to be mindful of it. I was just talking mad shit all weekend. No, That's what you do, Rabbi. I, wasn't I think we shit. all know that. I was just quietly sitting in my tent. Watching UFC fights on myself. Connor get his ass kicked. Hell yeah, that was great. So... I think that's it. The only thing I'm disappointed about is Jabay didn't give you a hug. And, I uh, couldn't believe it. Even one. He's a all, single hug. Telling me how much he's going to hug my soul and hold me, caress me close and nothing. Hardly even looked at me. I was so excited <laughs> when Levi, guy we've never met before in our lives, comes out of left field and just gives you this big, the biggest hug ever in the dark. Did he find you on Instagram or something so he know what you look no, like? Jibay, no, I don't think so. Jabay directed him. Oh, okay. Jabay told me earlier me earlier in the day that he had someone who was already on the hunt for Robbie uh, to give him a hug. And I was like, oh, who is it? He's like, it's no one you know yet. And I was like, Ooh. oh, <laughs> this is even better. He's a longtime Honda buddy of Jabay's. Yeah. So. He'll love my mad Honda talk. <laughs> That's all. all of our Honda knowledge. How, was it still how do we, how do we right? get so surrounded by Honda people? Still Honda Talk Podcast, Jabay, and all of his friends. Because they're... Matt. They're everywhere. They are everywhere. Although I'm not... I'm totally... Like, I like the idea of the fit. I like the idea yeah. of the fit. Yeah. But not enough to, like, spend money on one. No. Like, I'm real close to, like, hmm... That makes that. sense. I get it. It makes a lot of sense. Too much sense. It's so... It's too... It Sally said so it was good. so nice to just, like... Have a car that I didn't have to worry about. Uh-huh. You know, like, he literally just throws the keys to any random Joe Schmo that is wants he to offered, drive a car. He offered me to drive it a and, couple times. Yeah. And uh, I've never felt that in my life. And he can drive it all week. He, like, and take I'm, his kids to school in it. Yeah, he he does take his kids to school in it with the stickers on it, which makes me laugh. <laughs> I would. I'd leave all the grid life plaques and everything on never, it. I'd never take those off. No, he doesn't. And it's hilarious. Just stay on there all year. I'm real... I like the idea. Des Moines Craig's. <laughs> he said the only time he had an issue, he was on track, he had the uh, oil light come on because it was time for an oil change. Right. Panicked. But he didn't know what that meant. <laughs> he didn't, he didn't realize it what it was at first. And then he realized that, oh, it means uh, that I've put like 3,000 miles on it and it needs an oil change. No problem. Yeah. So. Yeah. And then I didn't go out on Sunday because it was another wet track and my tires were at that point. They were, I mean, they were gone before, right. but then, you know, four sessions later, they were super gone. So just loaded up, helped you guys finish off the announcements, and then uh, drove through the rain the whole way home. I don't well, know. He, what's dro- up. he drove most of the rain. I don't know what's up. You were, that. you were tired. It's out of control. Well, that, yeah, I drove all day freaking Monday, too. So, yeah. Not where it's at for no you. No more driving. Well, you know, simulator driving. That's it. Yeah. I wish I could do more, but a two-year-old would never allow that. No. Do it after he goes to bed. I go to bed when he goes to bed. It's tired. Life I'm choices. Old. Life choices. <laughs> he goes to bed at 8.30. If I'm not in bed by 8.45, things have gone wildly astray. You know, if we got him on the coffee kick, this, this wouldn't be an issue. Dude, I consume plenty of caffeine. Don't you worry. He, he does. That's fair. That's, that is true. <clears throat> so... But, are, we, uh, are you finding fits on the not, Craigslist? Not really. I found <laughs> one for six grand. They're not expensive. Here's like a 2017 for 12 grand, but I don't think it's that's a too new though. You don't want that. It you looks want first looks gen. funky. That's the second gen fit. 
Their the like nose is a little bit longer. I think the whole car might be just a touch. You know how that happens. They build a car and then it slowly gets bigger over time, and then they have to introduce another model underneath it that's small again. That's, yeah. You know how that goes. Part of the course. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know. I didn't. I'm not finding what I'm what I'm looking for. Yeah. But, but uh, yeah, they were they were chasing records on the. Uh, had a couple records set. Yep. Josh reset his record for uh, yep. street. Street rule drive and street overall, technically. Yep. He won street overall for the year. Congratulations, he to Josh. He's uh, the champion. So that's pretty cool. I just want to say, after buddy. he put that 10 Tens podcast sticker on the spoiler, he went faster. I don't know if there's a correlation well, there. I'm just story. saying that's he what won. happened. I'm just so. saying that's what happened. Winners listen to 10 Tens podcast. Absolutely. I mean, that's... That's just proven fact. fact. It is a proven fact. Yep. We can prove it. The world o- the world over. Probably. Yeah, absolutely. Champions in Australia, champions here. That's what we do. It's better than the I Jalopnik don't. effect. No, we don't do that. Except apparently this year when it comes to weather. Yeah, we're not good on weather, but No more hashtag wet. No, we're lit. We're, done we're lit again. Hand. Yeah, we're back to lit. <laughs> and then if I get my way, our, our night sessions would be more lit, too. <laughs> there you but go. I, I complain a lot. Well, but no, I, what everyone, are you going to do? A lot of people seem to really enjoy that, and I just, I'm just i the bump on the log that didn't, so that's on me. Know your limit. I don't know that I would feel comfortable with it either. Not Definitely not at my level. No, especially especially where we're at. No, no. Experience-wise, yeah. I'd feel if super comfortable If it was at RPM, it. I think we could, we could talk, but new track. Iowa Speedway, because that's, I'm sure, well lit. That would be very well lit. Wouldn't That'd make, be so would not cool. matter. That'd be so good. That would be a good event. Yeah. They need a roval. They do. They Rovals are cool. I think that's it. Is there anything else for good life? Yeah, because like all the really inappropriate, funny jokes that we made. I know we can't, can't do any of them. We can't talk about it. Like, we, yeah, it was like we we had a we started off the trip there, and we're like inappropriate joke, and then every. Everything we did, someone had well, to the rest of the week. Tried to one up the inappropriate joke the last person said. There was one point I think I won. on the drive back where you guys were crying in the car because <laughs> you did your announcer voice for like ten minutes recapping our inappropriate jokes. That's not. I fair. think we decided that I won that, and I can't even talk about it. We're talking about it now. We can't. Talk I can't even about do the it. announcer voice because I'm not even. I don't know what to announce. <laughs> you can't even say it. I know. There's nothing. That, well, there's. I can't announce the. There's nothing for me to put in front of myself to announce. But yeah, as soon as I got the microphone in my hand. Became like Bob Saget out of nowhere. I don't know what happened. I just went off. Yeah, it was it's, like a different deal. It was like I'd done it before, but I hadn't. You were shockingly good at it. There you go. Like, like weirdly good. Like, what do you do <laughs> in my in free, time? free time? I mean, I I emceed a concert one time. He's got a second job as as the Walmart PA guy. No, it's better than that. I emceed a I emceed a concert one time. Maybe Target PA. Give me a guy? list of. Give me a list of of. Track records or something like that, and I'll try to read them. I don't even know if I can Jesus. do it right now. No, no, you need to be doing something like funny. You need to be like making jokes and well, shit. I can't. I don't know if I can do that. <laughs> he's like know. unwrapping the mic. From yeah, because I can't. I can't he's, do announcer voice in the stand. It. He's getting he's into s- it. Hold on. You got to hold your we've, mic when you're doing this. Apparently, we've dug this hole for me, so we have to see if he can. Yeah, pull Grid dot life, Robbie. Sorry, Grid dot life. Track records. Track records. The see, but the only problem with announcing. And I was really struggling with it. Is that if there were teams driving a car, I always had the opposite driver. I did not have the right driver ever. Well, that's, that's not your fault. I mean, though. yeah, there's no way of differentiating who's in what. So, well, except you, you for when one of the drivers is literally standing, standing, standing in, front in front of, of the tower. <laughs> is that is Gil that, was standing in front of the tower, looking at me like, hey, "It's not me. It's sorry, not me. Oh Gil. shit, it's Sally. Nope, sorry, nope. 
Gridlife track records 2018. Mid Ohio 124942 for Brian. Shit, this was the other problem I had. Fassler. Spring of 2017. One round of like every <laughs> every single driver was impronounceable names. Like, what the hell? I, I turned the microphone off to him and I was like, He looks at me and he goes, Are you kidding me right now? <laughs> he turned to me too. He was like, They're fucking with me right now, aren't they? <laughs> These aren't real names. Yes, they're all real. They're always fake names. Autobahn North with a 102 121. Andy Smedgard from summer of 2017. Also with the Autobahn full track record, 123-516, Andy Smedgard, also in summer of 2017. Autobahn South with another repeat, Andy Smedgard, 122-949, Road Atlanta. James Houghton coming in with a 122-594, <laughs> that was in the summer of 2018. James Houghton also uh, resetting track records here at uh, Grid Life Round 5. All right, I'm done. <laughs> Putting it away. Yeah, I see you're shockingly good at that. You're like the, the Rocky Butler of uh, Time Attack. <laughs> Announcing Time things. Attack and yeah. people I don't know who they are. Yeah. The next step is World Time Attack. Let's do it. Set you me know, up. Who's who's the guy that announces World Time Attack? Uh, Ian, I think, does it. Don't Ian, know. I'm coming for you. I don't know who you are. Deanda, <laughs> coming for it. you. Who they have like a hardcore professional live stream. They have the live stream that uh, people aspire to live stream. That's so, good. Yeah. I mean, Gridlife's speed ring one was really, really good. Don't get me wrong. Really enjoyed watching it. It was awesome to be able to have that. Time or World Time Attacks is top notch. Top notch. I'll bet there's a six figure budget for it. So nice. Coming for you, Deanna. <laughs> you know what you should do? What's that? With all your free time. Yep. Is that you should set up like just in here and then just do a formula drift. Like you're the announcer, <laughs> and then send it into Formula Drift. Yeah, just just follow along all day. Shut, you know, have them be muted, and then you just talk. We'll just we release that as we, yeah, we could do it on YouTube Facebook Live. Video. It could, it could be a YouTube <laughs> live thing. All right, let's move on. How about that? Yeah, all right. News this week: NASCAR will cut power and add aero to make tighter racing. Um, that. Wait, they're going to make them slower and add arrow? Yes, they're going to make them really slow. That's their plan. 800 horsepower to 550 horsepower. Yes. And add arrow. Yes. So, to make tighter racing. So yes. the arrow, the thing that they're changing about the arrow is supposed to make it so that the cars uh, can race bumper to bumper without being so affected by um, dirty air. They're adding like inlets in the front of the bumpers that yeah. will direct air across and out the sides of the cars to help with uh, keeping the front end planted while being, you know, bumper to bumper with the guy in front of you with the hope that they will be able to race tighter because they're not as affected by the dirty air and that'll make better racing, which I think is probably true. The drivers don't like it. No. For the... For the Record, which I mean, outside of the horsepower change, which I'm not really, I don't understand how that's going to make tighter racing because no. those motors are so specced down at this point anyway that like whether they make 800 horsepower or 200 horsepower, they all make it. You know, yeah. So it doesn't matter. But I think the arrow thing is a step in the right direction. I'll say it. See, I think that. Think adding more arrows is going to make it worse. It's not that they're adding arrows; it's that they're, they're changing. Adding, the, they're adding almost five. They're yeah, f- they are over five some, inches of spoiler. They are adding height. quite a bit of spoiler height on the back. But eight, the eight things are changing tall. in the front. I think will make for sure is a step in the right direction towards making racing that is capable of being 
more bumper-to-bumper tight racing that apparently NASCAR fans are after. So. I, yeah. Could they do this and not reduce the horsepower? I like, don't let's understand. do one step at a time. I don't understand why they're reducing I mean, I know, the horsepower. I know that they piloted this for the, what was it, the all-star, all-star race. But, I mean, why do you need to restrict the engine horsepower? Just leave it alone. I mean, the arrows, I, I don't have a problem with the arrow. I mean, do the arrow and just see if that changes things. Right. So, I think it's going to slow those cars down, to, uh, down a lot. I mean, 250 horsepower is a significant a huge, huge change. And I think people would rather watch people crash into each other faster than watch cars go slower around the racetrack. Yeah, and I don't, I don't remember ever reading anything about like, because I know they're doing it on. If I remember right, they were doing it on the. Sh- they're either doing it on the long speedways or the short speedways, and now I can't remember which one. It I can't is. remember which ones either. Uh, but I, it was never mentioned like these cars are too fast on these speedways. We need to slow them down for safety reasons. That was never mentioned. No. It's just it's for better racing, it's, right? It's and so I don't understand what cutting power does for that. It, to me, that doesn't change anything. So well, I really, understand like increasing the rear spoiler because that's not. It, it's less about creating low pressure behind the car to pull air out from underneath it as it is for making downforce. That's really not what spoilers do. Right? They don't so much as make make downforces as allow for less dirty air and better airflow out of the back of the car. So. I get what they're doing there, and and I think it will make or it's capable of making better racing. I guess we'll see if the drivers drive it that way or not. That's what it really comes down to right. is, is how much they're willing to do. But well, the really interesting thing now is that the All Star race will be in four hundred horsepower cars. Right. So Half. why why would you? But like, why even have this engine anymore then? Yeah, you could do that with a more pedestrian version huh like a stock like car a motor perhaps car. <laughs> like a like motor a, that you could get from a dealer perhaps yeah, like a 62 hemi hmm. for, for your dodge car hmm. and weird a 62 hmm. lt well you know what's weird your... ford makes a v8 too that makes about 400 horsepower it's interesting isn't hmm. it it's very interesting that it, yes that would be more interesting they should yeah. do that i don't even i i've I've long debated this, and I feel like I wish I knew somebody who was like NASCAR, right? Yeah, they ate, slept, and breathed it. Just, but I don't really I, know I anybody. Know some does. that because I want to. I want to talk to someone who's a diehard. But I really, I want to talk to someone who's been a diehard NASCAR fan for like twenty five years, right? Just they've yeah. they've been NASCAR. Like they go to six races a year. They just do NASCAR because I want to know if they care about that kind of stuff or if it's just me who is not a fan from the outside looking in like i feel like this would be more interesting to me you know what i get when i talk to those people it sounds a free bush light i don't yeah i mean they hand it to me they hand it to me when i'm standing there but my point is an accent yes i I also pick up their accent yes but They get more caught up in the soap opera side of it. Right. That's why, that's why, that's why NASCAR's weird. I don't think that they care that these are tube chassis silhouette cars. They're not even really silhouette cars. And that they have motors that don't exist to the general public. And that, you know, as long as, as, long as the soap opera continues yeah. and the racing is tight 
and people crash, they don't care beyond that, I don't think. So, no, no. I mean, you- but, but I think that there's a larger number of people who are not diehard NASCAR fans that might have an interest in NASCAR if it was more relatable. And that's what they need right now is to get the the fringes, the people who are like, well, I like motorsports, but I don't really care about NASCAR. Because now they're doing more and more Rovals, and I've heard that uh, it's been quite popular and that they've looked it's into adding ex- more. It's exciting to watch. And uh, I'm all about it. I'm much more inclined to watch a Roval race than an Oval. Than I would oval. love to go to a Roval. I still can't imagine watching that long of a race. And, like, all the other racing before it? Well, I mean, like just, like, sitting weekend. down on TV, at, uh, you know, on a Sunday afternoon and watching 350 laps around, you know. Indy. No, yeah, I get it. I watch 250 it. laps at Iowa Speedway, and every year I do it, I go, God, like, lap 50. I'm like, I'm so bored. But I, I, <laughs> I, think, I think watching a Roval in real time at the racetrack would be fun. Yes. More interesting. More interesting. No doubt. So, yeah, but I don't. I still don't think I can sit down and watch it on TV. I like, I like the sprint format where there's like fi- they're like fifteen minute long races, and you you got to race to the front. You got to get out front. You got to stay there. Yeah, I mean it's all or nothing because if you don't do it now, you're not going to get a chance, and that's interesting to me. And I enjoy the strategy and the stories that are able to develop in endurance racing, but I don't watch it from start to finish. No, I'll. St- I'll stop in and watch it for 15 minutes, six times, but I don't watch it start to finish. You physically can't. <laughs> you just can't. People do, though. I know man. a lot of people do. People do. I watched like two hours of the 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 Ma 24. Yeah, and it's it's fun for me to, to see the stories developing. Yeah. And I love that they have multiple classes on track and that there's, you know, there's there's truly multiple races going on and things are much more interesting because of it. Right. But I can't imagine sitting down and watching a two and a half hour race on a NASCAR track, even if it is a Roval and being able to stay into it from start to finish. Yeah. So you just need that tight racing. Get close. Right. But then you watch the 12 minute highlight reel at the end of the race and, and I feel like that's good enough. And I watch that on YouTube, and they don't get any TV ratings for it. No. And that's that's going to be tough. That's going to be a tough egg to crack for them. So. Yeah. Anywho. Yeah, moving on. Florida man wants to trade some property for a 911 GT2 RS. Common sense man. He's he's trying to yeah. He's trying to trade some real estate for a Porsche. It seems like a perfectly reasonable thing that any Porsche or Porsche enthusiast would do. I feel like this is an, an angle you haven't thought of. Trading some property for a Porsche? Yeah. You have a pretty yard, large yard. You can maybe section off a part of it. For Man, I, I like, I've like. i been thinking about doing some real estate stuff, so yeah, maybe I could so do a little bit yeah. of real estate here, real estate there, do some trading, bam, Porsche. Porsche. I think that's what Porsche owners do. Plus, if you show up for a real estate meeting in your Porsche, people like, Porsche. This, this guy, guy, this is the guy, let's get him. it. He's successful. It's, it's all successful, about, it's successful all about man. It's all about the image. He's got his Brightling. Fake it till you make it. His 911. That's a word that he's learned. That's, that right. came, <laughs> came out of his mouth. 
That was amazing. Dude, if you took a Breitling and a Rolex and you put them right next to each other and you held them like three feet away from me so I couldn't read anything on them, because that's all the farther they need to be. I know. I was gonna say. So you can't fucking see anything three feet away. You you that's what I'm getting at. You like, I wouldn't be able to tell you which one's a Breitling and which holding, one's a like, Rolex. On one hand, I could be holding a duck, and the other hand, I could be holding like a <laughs> manila folder, and he'd be like, I have no idea. <laughs> yeah, you have like handfuls of watches. He doesn't matter. There's just a blur at that at three feet to him. <laughs> I'm not 100% sure you're actually holding anything. But Those I wouldn't hands. be able to tell you what a Brightling versus a Are Rolex you holding is. So Brightling's a word I can use in conversation now and sound like I you know what I'm talking about. just throw it at people about. every once yeah. in a while? Oh, is that a Brightling? No, dude, it's a fossil. Oh, oh, oh I'm, sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Wow, man. You need to up your game a little bit. <laughs> what do those cost? Like $12 at the buckle? No, it was $10 used. Did you really buy that used? Yeah. It was $10. I bucks. You. <laughs> I've had it for you. like 10 years. A used Buying fossil. used watches is like one of my favorite things. Oh, I only buy things used. That's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, I love everything. I, love everything I buy is used. Someone had it first, except clothes, typically. <laughs> yeah, that's except fair. when I go to Goodwill and I find like a sweet jersey for like fifty cents. I'll never forget the day that Robbie and I stopped in at a Goodwill after skating, and they had like a Bogo half off thing, so they were fifty percent off and buy one get one Jesus. free. And I bought like nine pairs of jeans that day. <laughs> We got to the when point where we were just like, I think these will fit, but they're like 50 cents, so I don't even care. It doesn't matter. Let's I'm not try trying it. them on. We're just <laughs> buying them. Yeah, at that point, we were skating so often, they were just ripping through pants. Yeah. So it was a great day. So Florida man, What's he it? has some property. It's three acres. Uh, it's an island. It, yeah. The, it, is well, it waterfront or is it an island? I think it's the island itself. Is It's the three acres that he's trying to get rid of. Okay. But I think it's it a portion kind of, of confusing. it. The way like, you I can't get it. to it from land. Right. The way I read it, it was, at one point, they said waterfront, and in another section, they said island, and I was very... Well, te- technically, the whole thing's waterfront. I mean, yeah, but waterfront, <laughs> to me, no, no. says land, not island. I don't think he owns the whole island. I no. think that's the problem. Oh, does he own he, a waterfront section of the island? Correct. I think oh. that's where it gets all screwy. Oh. He owns a three-acre waterfront section of the island. Yes, all of those things are things that he... So that island could be 30 acres. Yeah, I don't and know. And he owns yeah, the, three yeah, the, of them. The pictures make it look kind of large. Okay, that makes more sense. I'm but that now. map that they have makes it look like it's just the tip. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> I love how just he, the tip of he the said island. it and then cringed I it. realizing what no, he No, 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 I thought said. about it. I thought about it a second before I said it, and I cringed at what Robbie was going to say. <laughs> All right, so in the pictures, if you're watching the YouTube, I'm going to go out of limb here and say that he's selling the bushy tip of his island. That <laughs> is aggressive, sir. Jesus. Because <laughs> if you look at the picture, so is this undeveloped tree- land? Yeah. Yeah, it's undeveloped. Oh, the tip is Get covered in trees, here. and the rest is kind of like... Brush. This is looking like a worse and worse deal every minute. But it's worth half a million dollars. He's been. Or it's asking five hundred. Asking five hundred fifty thousand dollars, but he's willing to trade it for a two hundred fifty two hundred seventy five thousand dollar Porsche. We also shit? tried to do none this of these, none of these with a nine eighteen, and yeah, it was I actually have no clue what with that as well. Yeah, so he's he's dialed it back a little bit. None of these descriptions make any sense. So I'm at the actual. Real, Real estate city. listing, and it says, oh, yeah, it is an island. It's a whole thing. No, it's not a whole island. It's a portion of an island, and it's really jacked up. It's that tip there. If you, so are you on that? Scroll down a little bit. No, you can you can leave it, it up. Uh, You're not going to give away any secrets. I don't want to give away secrets. Pull it back up. Go to the, go to the realtor.com listing, which is in that article. It's like 
second paragraph. It says Realtor.com. Yep. I'm on it. Okay, so go to the second picture. Go one more. Okay. One more. One more second. It's the second. Let your internet. the second second. I feel like this. It's amazing how I could sit here and do this, and your computer's behind. There There you go. Oh yeah. Oh no. (laughs) That's super not great. They just like circle a patch on the island, but you can see where the mainland is behind it because that's where the houses are. That island is only here for a short time. Yeah, that's like buying a house on the water in California. It's not. That's that's gonna fall into the ocean like tomorrow. The next major hurricane that goes Gone. through is going to wipe that island off the face of There's the There's a area. reason no one's developed on it. This might be my perfect opportunity. Adam, they have a hut for you. you oh, this is, I mean, the radiation won't kill you, but the hurricane probably will. So there you go. There we go. It's Florida. Something will kill me. I bet there's gators. Alligator. Yeah. If the alligators and the sharks don't kill me, the meth heads will, right? Flocka. Or just a normal person. Oh, Flocka. I they're they're, yeah, Flocka and crocodile or whatever that shit Don't called. give Flocka to a crocodile. Don't, don't do that. You'll really piss him off. <laughs> Super crocodile. Wow. That sounds like that's, the starting of a really that's bad when, horror that's when, movie. That's when crocodiles become like the apex predator. It's not human beings anymore. It's crocodiles on Flocka. I feel... Yeah, they won't feel it. They'll just kill everything. They'll just kill everything. Yeah. That'll be it. Waka Flocka Crocodile would be a great horror movie. No, it's not Waka Flocka. It's just Flocka. Yeah, but it could Flockadile. Flockadile? It's a Flockadile. Ooh, that's way better than Sharknado. Write it. I'll write it. Copyright it quick since mine. we said it on the it's podcast. Mine. So he wants to trade for GT2 RS. That's a, <laughs> Jesus Christ. Did you catch up? Sorry, I'm just, it's out of control. I, I have a passion for terrible horror movies, and that's one I would watch for sure. We can make that. That's right up there with zombie strippers. Great flick. Poultry Geist. No. <laughs> Poultry Geist? Poultry Geist. Is that like a not dead chicken? Uh, it's chickens that have been killed and they were frozen, and when they thaw, they come back to life and kill people. Makes sense. It's out of control. Is it real? Is that a real movie? Yes. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. We, we used to watch, we used to like challenge ourselves, me and a group of high school buddies, we would sit down and we would watch these terrible horror movies, and we had to make it start to finish, no matter how bad it was. And someone cried in that movie. That's how bad it was. <laughs> He wanted out so bad, <laughs> but we, you can't. You can't leave. It's not. It's part of the deal. Forever. It's part of the deal. Yeah, we ordered uh, the lowest rated movie on Netflix. It turned out it was a soft. Like back when you could get the get DVDs from Netflix. That's mm-hmm. how it started out. You know, turns out it was a softcore porn, and we didn't know it, but we had started it. So you now we got to finish. Whole, it. I had to watch the whole thing. Was, was it actually a softcore porn? Or was yes. like a, a horror movie that was yes. also a softcore porn. Yes, it was the second thing. Both. Was, yeah. Yeah. Both. It was a horror movie. Yeah. It's like a, it's like when you make that like a, D was, level movie, yeah. but you're like, no one's gonna fucking watch this. So we got yeah, that's yeah, basically be yeah. porn, boots. yeah, yeah. But it was like legitimately a softcore porn. It just had a terrible horror movie storyline. Some something got mixed up there. I don't know. Somebody how, it, people watched it. I don't know how Netflix managed to send that to us. I don't even know that the kid that ordered it was 18 at the time. But hey, <laughs> details. It's probably under his parents' name, and they sent it to us anyway. Netflix didn't care, and we watched it because that was the rule. Very awkward. So, for those that can't <laughs> see the screen, you can't get to this land from land. Oh, it's only accessible by water. And oh, I can finally buy a fan boat and have a justifiable reason for it. Yeah, so you'd own you'd own the tip of this island, which is, let's just say it's sprawled out, what, 30 acres? It's, you get three of it? Yeah. Sure. And then you'd, yeah, you'd have to have more land on land to get to it. 
You can't live on it, no. as Adam said, because you'll it's, at some point it's, you'll it's drown. It's gonna disappear eventually. I I think I'll keep my GT2 RS. Yeah, he's not gonna get anybody a trade for this. No, there's a reason it's been on realtor for since June. I don't even think I'd give him like a Boxster for it. <laughs> like a you like he doesn't really, even count Boxsters as Porsche. A really used Boxster. I don't think I'd. Give what about him like a for. like a nine four four? No, I think I'd keep the nine four four. What am I gonna do with that? I can't sell it to anybody. Yeah, he can't sell it. Yeah, it's been for sale for like forever. I don't know. I think you should develop it. Someone's you put a house out there. Some sorry sap will buy it. They might. You just put it on stilts. So, that, put it on so stilts. that when the oh. island's gone, the the, the house is still sweet. there. Who doesn't want a house on stilts? Everybody in Florida has them. They get the keys. Yeah. <laughs> I'm all about it. I think I'd keep my 944. 100%. Yeah, probably. It's it's a worthless piece of land, and everybody else thinks so, too. And apparently that land out there sells for some reason. I don't know who's buying and selling well, he it. he bought but, it. Uh, it sells for, or he's asking six times more for it than the going price per acre out there. So he's a maniac. Yeah, it's not going to work. Sorry, bro. Good luck. Mercedes threatens to cut out all of the bullshit models that they make. Thank God some executive figured out they make too many damn cars. I knew that Michael would really love this. I don't have to say anything. Just go. Because, uh... (laughs) No, I'm just... I approve. It's like one of the things he bitches about most, especially Mercedes. Mercedes. They're, like, one of the worst offenders. Which sucks, because Mercedes is one of my favorite brands. Yeah. They get it. Yeah, so they're going to get the low-selling niche cars, but I assume they don't mean the like ultra-fancy, high-end stuff. No, the AMG GTRs are, are here to stay. Right. But like the low-level low SLKs... Get those out of here. Yeah, no one's okay. buying that. I'm going to try to do this. You're going to the we'll website. See this, we'll see if this sucks. There. You guys are going to have to bear with me for like three minutes. I'm ready to power through it. C-Class, E-Class, S-Class, Maybach, E-Class, Wagon, CLA, C-Class, Coupe, E-Class, Coupe, CLS, Coupe, S-Class, Coupe, AMG, GT, GLA, SUV, GLC, SUV, GLC, Coupe, which is still an SUV. Wait, what? There's a GLC? We'll come back to it. GLE, SUV, GLE, Coupe, there's another one. GLS, SUV, G-Class, SUV, C-Class, Cabriolet, E-Class, Cabriolet, S-Class, Cabriolet, SLC, Roadster, SL, Roadster, Mercedes AMG GT is on here again. I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> C class sedan, which I thought. Oh, hybrid GLC SUV hybrid. That's currently everything they make. Well, that's not even everything. That's just the lines. There's probably multiple cars in multiple of those lines as well. Well, I got like C class sedan. Did you say anything about A class cars? Oh shit! This isn't. Wait a yes, second. You got hybrid and electric. Oh god! You got. Because you never even said Rural anything Rural. about it. Right, hold on, you? that was America. We get A class, we get A thirty fives, don't we? A forty fives. And you don't even talk about Sprinter vans. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sprinter vans. What kind of shitty there. website is this? <laughs> yeah, they don't have any other. They they're stuff. like embarrassed about how much shit that they make. They don't, <laughs> they don't even list it all. <laughs> Let's see what what Wikipedia has to say for itself. But anyway, it's too many. It's too many vehicles. I think that proves it, because that was a ridiculous list, and I don't even think it was a complete list. It's not a complete list. Yeah. That's just yeah. That's so, just the website that they have. Let's talk counting. about this. What's a GLC versus a GLC Coupe? I will tell you when What's I can diff- find it, because they all look the same. Hold on a second. GLA, GLC SUV, GLC Coupe. What's the difference? But how there's can a you GLE a- SUV and a GLE Coupe. How oh, can God. you have a, a GLA SUV, SUV and a GLC SUV. How can you have an SUV and a coupe? It's the same thing. The GLC coupe? No, it's like a, it's like a sh- 
That's ugly. Well, yeah. Mercedes-Benz SUVs are never have never been good looking. Yeah, they have. Like what? Like the uh, Don't even uh, tell uh, me a G-Wagon's good. The GLS looking. is good. Yeah. Just the you're on. G-Wagon's good looking. It's nah. it's really 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 stupidly expensive, but it's I like it. Every time I see one of those when I'm out in like West Des Moines or whatever, I feel like somebody wasted a whole bunch of money. Well, it's always it's always like a blonde chick. You know? Nice. You know? <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Ravi. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, it always is. Found some more stuff. A, A class, B class, A class saloon. C, no, we did that one. C class saloon. C, C class estate. CLA shooting break. E class hey. estate. GLA GLC. GLC coupe. No, we did those. Uh, CLA coupe. I don't think I said CLA. Um, what else? Sprinters. C class. Yep. No V class. Oh, V. What's a V class? I think that's a sprinter. Oh. They're now they're calling it a V class. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. What else we got here? I think. Uh, ooh, no wait. Hold on, we got some more. That wasn't all of them. Uh, I don't. How are you getting all? This? I'm on. I'm on the UK website now. Oh, I'm on Mercedes oh, Benz USA. God. But see, that's the problem. You don't have Sorry. all the deals over there. Sorry, I just. I, I I'm not even gonna try to keep up. Just go. <laughs> just go. The V class. So what you're saying is there's too many Mercedes models, and they need to just dial it back. I yeah. don't even know that killing the niche is enough. No. What they, they, need, they need to make a sedan and then have a few variants. I don't even then, know about that. What was wrong with CES? Yeah. What was wrong with that? Yeah. And maybe, maybe wait, what's the one, the swoopy one? I don't even know anymore. And then, like, the, the number behind the C, E, or S should denote something that makes sense, too. Like... And, like, the SLs always had, like, you know, you always know, like, the 500, the 550, that's the bad boy. You know? I like, no, I don't. I like the CLS, which is the, the swoopy. It's, like, the thing. It's the reason that Audi made the A7. Yeah. I like that car. Yeah. That's fine. If we want swoopy hatchback things, I'm okay with that. But that's all I you get. want a Maybach in my life. An S-Class Maybach, I think, is what they're called now. I think, I think it's just called a Mercedes Maybach. Is that what it is? Mercedes Maybach? Uh, uh, I don't know, Mercedes. but I want one. That one that we were So in what's in the Chicago difference between an S-Class and a Maybach? Your checkbook size. But they're basically the, the, the same car. The Maybach because like the S-Class is like way out of control, isn't it? The S-Class, it's like half the price. The S-Class is $90,000. Yep. The Maybach is one hundred eighty, one hundred seventy. I bet they, that's like... You can't even touch those cars for. I bet to get an S class with the things you want in it, you're well into the hundreds. Here's what I want: Mercedes Maybach S650 sedan. It comes with Ooh. a six liter AMG bi turbo. Yeah, it does. It makes 738 foot pounds of torque. Ugh. it's two hundred thousand dollars. The uh-huh. problem is that like they don't make enough tires for you to own that. For me to own it, right? I don't think I'm going to drive it. I'm going to have somebody else. It's drive like. It. It's like a private jet for the road, an experience beyond first class. Ooh. Is that the Maybach? That's literally what it says on their website. <sighs> then the S class. I'm not a, a fancy leader person. in luxury performance and safety and an Holy entire Holy flying industry. balls. This I'm not a fancy <laughs> on person, on a but I would like to live that Maybach life for like a day. Maybe a week. Hold on a second. Yeah, a week. Hold. I feel like a day's not enough. He's, he's got something over here. To really. Okay, so there's. In. Okay, so now I'm looking at the S class. Okay, which. 
holy shit. So the S class, <laughs> so the AMG S class, the AMG S class, the 63, which this doesn't make any sense either, but I'll just, I'll talk through it. So the AMG S 63 is huge. Yep. It's yes. a boat. It's absolutely massive. So awesome. that's the bi-turbo uh, V8, I think now, 4 liter. Probably needs 700 foot-pounds. Six, 603 horsepower, 664 foot-pounds of torque. 0 to 60 in 3.4 seconds. Ooh. Holy shit. <laughs> it's a luxury car. People Jesus. calm down. That's like, I, I don't even know if physics can comprehend that. And it's all re- rear-wheel drive. We, you think it's a 5,000-pound car? Yeah. Or 6,000? 6, 6,000 is my bet. It's, it's so fast. But that's 150,000. But if you're feeling really spendy and you want to go slower, you can get an, <laughs> an AMG S65. So there's a 63 and a 65. Right. A 65 so you get the 65, better, which a comes with a bigger number. number. comes with better wheels. That's about it. And like better got, looking? Uh, or what do you define better? It's better looking. Oh, okay. And it makes it makes a whopping almost it makes like eighty more foot pounds of torque, but it's four point two seconds zero to sixty, so you lose point eight seconds. That's that's, that's a lot. significant. That's a pretty big percentage. Well, for more horsepower and more torque. It must weigh a lot more. Those big wheels, man. It's the wheels in the V twelve, I think. Oh, it's a V twelve. Oh, it's they are they all yeah, wheel drive. Yeah, it's a six liter V twelve. Mm-hmm. Oh, it is all wheel drive. So it's all wheel drive in the S sixty three. Well, I gotta have one of those because that's practical. That yeah, makes sense. It makes sense in the Iowa winters. I can't imagine what a maintenance nightmare <laughs> a six hundred horsepower. I assume you have four to, liter V eight would be. I assume you have to have at least two. Just switch switch them out of the right. dealer. Oh, this one's at the dealer, and I now I gotta get. So okay, one. so why is a, why is the V twelve S class two hundred twenty five thousand dollars two hundred twenty nine two hundred twenty nine Okay, so what do you why are you buying a Maybach then? Because it's cheaper. I think Maybachs get way up in there real fast too, though. Built. <laughs> okay, so let's see. These are things we're gonna be no no when no, I, no when I no, win no this when I win a half a billion dollars I'm gonna need these. This things. doesn't make any sense at all. So the Maybach with the bi turbo. Force their V8 four liter makes less por- less horsepower, less torque. It's more expensive. I can kind of wrap my head around that because it's the Maybach. It's 170 versus it's probably more luxurious. Yeah, and I think it's bigger. But the long the, wheelbase, the maybe? six liter V12 Maybach, same engine, same horsepower, same torque, is twenty five thousand dollars cheaper than the S class. How's that make well, any the sense? The S class has four more cylinders. No, the V12 same motor, same motor. Same motor, same horsepower. The May- the Maybach has torque. the V12. Yeah, the oh. V12 option Maybach is two hundred is one hundred ninety eight thousand dollars. So I was trying to tell you, the S classes are out of control these days. This whole company's out of control. Style it back, pick like a handful of cars to make, make them well. Yeah, like no one should make more than ten cars. Ten sedans. I feel like ten cars <laughs> is enough. Yeah, probably. Maybe ten cars and five SUVs. The fact that nobody's keeping like straight SUVs. should be a good sign that you're making too many. I don't think that anybody who's buying these cars cares. There's, yeah, most expensive one, please. I'll take that one. Yeah, I need to show off at the country club that mine was the most expensive. Right. So yeah, if you had a AMG S65, it's a more expensive car than a Maybach S650. Yes. 
and I've optioned this Maybach up, and I'm only at two hundred and five thousand. So I don't know. It's a I don't deal. know what that's about. It's a deal. Seems like more car for the money. That's that's proper buying advice right there. <laughs> if you're in the market for a two hundred thousand dollar Mercedes saloon car, you should get the Maybach with the V12 because you get more options as standard. Also, that's the Maybach value. name carries like a certain amount of pomp and circumstance that that Mercedes doesn't. Plus, those AMG, there's just a bunch of losers doing burnouts and stuff like that. I mean, they're basically like the Von Gittens of yeah, a bunch of. Hooligans. Hooligans, yes. Mercedes is for a... I feel like hooligan is a word that is thrown around at country clubs, right? Oh, yeah. Those bunch of hooligans. Riffraff. Riff, the riffraff. Riff Keep the riffraff like out. It. So. Uh, if you're interested in leasing a Maybach, it's $4,048 a month. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> You only get 12,000 miles for that, and you have to put $20,000 down on it. It's like, Perfect. It's almost, almost five times my mortgage pay. Wait a second. This, yeah, anyway. That's crazy. So much money. All right, and, the, and following this theme of um, cars, let's move on to the final news. That was the worst transition of all time. You want to try it one more time? No. Okay. No. Because I can't. I'm still stuck on what, what we're it. talking about this until... Oh, no, this. wait. I want to do one more thing. I, right. I need to find this on, on this deal. So this guy, Olak Kalinisis, whatever. These people need to get regular names. <laughs> this is my main problem. They should all have the last name Johnson? The, yeah, Jim Smith? Johnson is a great name for someone that's an auto executive. But it's really... So if it's really funny, so he, he has this quote in here. It says, between 2020 and 2022, this will take us well above 40 models, which is way too many. Even if we love every one of our children, and we do, we must be very rational. We must not hesitate to slim down. So he's talking about killing children, basically, yeah. is what he's saying. <laughs> That's a terrible metaphor. This family of cars we care, are about, we care very much about our children, and then he talks about killing off cars and shit. It's really creepy. <laughs> business is business. That's oh, amazing. Classic Germans. I, that guy, no, I he's think, not. is a Swede or something. Yeah, oh, or Swedish. Yeah. I don't know, one of the He's two. He's been spending too much time He's with been hanging the out with the Germans though. too much. Yeah, for sure. It's very Speaking practical. Speaking of expensive new cars, the average age of American cars is now higher than ever. Five years? No, it's more than that. It's like what? Ten. More than five years. Yeah, more than five. Yeah. There's more cars older than five on the road. No, there's more. The average age of a car on the road right now is 11 years old. 11. Getting closer to 12. So that's what? Uh, 2007. Seven. Seven. 2007. Or eight, depending on how you look yeah, at it. Yeah, 2008. Avalanche. It's newer so than everything. Right I, it's newer than Rowdy's everything. right there. I did the math. The statistics show that one in three drive a car that's older than uh, five years. Okay. Are, how old are your vehicles? Way more than that. How old are my vehicles? Way more than that. How old are his vehicles? <laughs> no way. <laughs> <laughs> one in three. <laughs> Drives a car newer That's than five hilarious. years. That's bizarre. That's super... F- I'm glad that we're par for the course. The math checks out. See? We are the podcast for the people. We're here for everybody. Yeah. And nobody at the same time. That's fair. We're brutally average. Painfully average. That's <laughs> any of our exes. <laughs> That's not a good marker for who you are as a person. Everybody knows that. Let's not talk to any of my exes. I don't need that in my life. Cars 10 years old outnumbered newer cars. It's because new cars are expensive. 
Yes, that's very true. Price is inflating. Faster than inflation. Yes. In some cases. So. And cars are lasting longer now, it seems. So you can get a used vehicle. Thank God. Yeah, you can get a used vehicle that that lasts. Yes. So back in 1980. when, When cars exploded. Which would be his era. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the average age for a car was seven years old. So now we're closer to 12. Yeah, they only lasted like seven years. Uh, my Omni is fine. Well, yeah, it's one car. It's like, it's <laughs> one, it's like are, one human being is not a sample size. You have to look at a huge population. There are entire car shows dedicated to that era. Yeah, because yeah, you can't find lives. any of them. People are like, wow, this is amazing. I've never seen any of this shit. Yeah, it's because it's all gone. That's fair. <laughs> That's pretty. Yeah. I left that group, by the way. Uh-huh. We talked about this last week. I'm done with that shit. And I left it. Did we talk about that on the show, though? I think we, we talked t- about... I don't know. I don't yes, know. we did, I because know. I talked about how annoying it is that they use the word rad like three times in every Oh, that's every right. Adam Jabay is a trendsetter. Adam Jabay texted me, and he goes, I am a trendsetter, you nerd. And <laughs> Yeah, so I... And then he didn't hug me. <laughs> God, this guy. <laughs> I left I left the Radwood group. I couldn't take it anymore. That positive attitude was really wearing him out, you know? Right. Everybody's like, wow, that Grand Prix is great, cool, man. Rad. It's cool, it's rad. Not, He's just, like, because, here. just because it falls within that time frame does not make it a cool car. And I am a connoisseur of terrible cars that I think are cool. It's like my thing. Speaking of which, we're doing the damn Alero <laughs> racing. <laughs> I'm not doing it. It's wonderful. I'm not doing it. The damn Alero Speaking racing. of cars you never seen anymore, when was the last time you saw an Alero if on the road? If we rocked up to Grid Life yeah. with three $2,500 Aleros with matching livery but in different colors. Ricer livery, please. We would be all over the place. I think Andy's Autosport still sells shit for this. Oh, for sure. I don't want to look at it. <laughs> Why would you not do that? Why That's even you... the one I found. I don't Why know where do you... Robbie found it. Why it's such have... a ricer mobile. Well, you don't need the wing. It's front wheel drive. Dude, the are fuck? you telling no, me? No, it's not how that works, Robbie. <laughs> look at James Houghton. At He's Beastie got a Fest. front That's wing. That's totally different. He's got a front That's, wing. Th- yeah, this is just a stock front bumper. With a... You're telling me no, you wouldn't drive that at the absolute limit. All the time. All Dude, the I would, time. I would drive that to work. I would drive the piss out of that thing. I'd be trying to pass spec fits all day. I think we That's need all I'd be doing is tailgating spec fits. Quad four life. I think we need this in our lives. Three of them. We need three Aleros. Vinny knows where there's three Aleros that I'm are in buying, similar condition. If I'm buying a shitbox 90s and early 2000s GM product, I'm buying a Cavalier. No! Alero, damn it! We have to match and it has to be super weird. I'm buying a Cavalier. <laughs> I think everybody's in agreement with me on this. If, if you, I... If you're on your phone, go to Facebook and tell... The group that you are in agreement that we need Alero racing. Spec Alero. Spec- sponsored by You 10 kidding cents. me? There'd be a million people in the Spec Alero. If I were to say that I have not been shopping for Cavaliers, yes. Cavaliers in southern non rust states, that would be a lie. I, I believe that. Do are you still- down for some Spec Alero? Yeah, man. Somebody find us two Aleros then, I guess. You know, what, you know what, how about this? This is how my life works. I'll be like, yeah, okay, fine. Let's do this. And I'll go out and I'll find myself a fucking Alero. And then you guys will be like, <laughs> just kidding, bro. <laughs> if you buy an Alero, I'll I, buy an Alero. How find, about that? Yeah. Actually, I could sell the 240 and then is buy a, two a cheap door? BRZ. Do they make a two door yeah, Alero? Yeah, the, the intrigue is the four door. They made four door Aleros too. No. Yeah. Oh, we need to learn about Aleros. Bro. Well, it's like, <laughs> no, there are. Are you. 
if there were two doors, there were Oleros. If there were four doors, there were Intrigues. That's not even kind of true. What? That's, the Intrigue right. is a totally different body style. What the hell is an Intrigue? It's just like, it's just like this car. <laughs> Dude, they came with five-speed Getrags. Get yes. the fuck out of here. We're and doing. quad fours. We're done. We're done, we're we're done have, having we this have, conversation. Yeah, this conversation's to. over. <laughs> it's been decided. It is decided. They came with like probably the best four or the most powerful four Dude, cylinder that GM ever made. You can get them. Wait a second. You can get them with a two hundred foot pound torque, whatever this is, a three point four V6? liter V six. Oh yeah. yeah, it was like a a scaled down version of the three eight. They never came with three eights though. Dude, what is this? Old Solero OSV Oldsmobile Special Vehicle was an experimental aftermarket parts brand. Yeah, for that's Oldsmobile. this ugly yellow that that black is? thing that Robbie's got pulled up. That's their show car that they like took to SEMA and shit. The most expensive Alero I found on online right now is like eight hundred eighty dollars. <laughs> <laughs> I absolutely does more. Oh, no, no. I think you're gonna have a hard time finding a manual. That will be the hardest part. Oldsmobile. Can I search by manual transmission? Yes. Oldsmobile Alero. Two grand. They're all gonna be rusted out piece of shit around here though. Again, we're gonna have to go to like Phoenix. There's three manuals right there. What? Oh, How, How much? The cheap one's four hundred. The middle four hundred dollars. The middle one is two grand, and then the the best one is four thousand dollars. Only has the four hundred dollars. That guy is being aggressive with his pricing. We can get him to come down. Oh yeah, but that one's four door. Eh, whatever. Told you, Robbie. I did not realize. I they can't had believe that you not a clue tried to argue with me. Not a clue about nineties and early two thousand shitbox GM. So, so spec, spec I, I was wrong. Specalero, then it's going to be. Thought there was engine. It's so we got to you got to have it. Do you have to have a certain engine, or are we just is this a free for all? There. Well, I feel like if you're going to nah, be spec, it has to either be the quad four or the three point four liter. Yeah, but I think if you get the V six, you can only get the auto four speed. So I feel like that nah, no. penalizes. No, nah, you. you don't want the auto. It has to be manual. That's right. Well, then we have to have the quad fours, which are kind of maintenance nightmares. Details. We'll figure that out. The whole the the four hundred dollar car is going to be a maintenance. I'm not saying that this is a deal breaker because it's kind of my thing, but they're not the most reliable motor of all time. So Um, this one's two grand. Hold on a second. (laughs) (laughs) What's going on with this one? Specalero. Oh damn! It's automatic. Jesus Christ. Okay, so we're gonna have to look into this. Yeah, yeah, for sure. We'll have to, we'll have to well, make it. Let's just put it out there and let the group figure The group it. can decide if they want to do Specalero or not. And I will guess that everybody wants to do Specalero. No. Nope. The, the hardest part is going to be finding a car that's surviving. It's going to be cooler than Spec Fit, though. I would I would even be on board with Spec Cavalier. Thank you. If, okay, you, if you could find them. Spec Cavalier, speeds. I'm in. They have to have five speeds. And Lambo doors. How do you spell Cavalier? C A V A L I E R. A-L-I-E-R. Okay, there we go. Like the Cavaliers basketball team. Just I don't know what that is. Don't, don't that's, what, it up. that's what Robbie's livery is going to be. Ooh. <laughs> Cavaliers? Yeah! The Cavaliers Cavalier. <laughs> what is it, blue and orange? No, that's their throwback colors. Oh. It's cardinal. Or not cardinal. It's uh, was it crimson? Crimson and gold? I feel like blue and orange would be a no, sweet... Crimson's not right either. What the Damn, hell? Blue and orange would be sweet, dude. Yeah, I know. That's why I've been looking at them in Phoenix and mm. Dallas and stuff like that. I mean... Hypothetically. Oh, it's wine and gold. Wine and gold. Sorry. Sorry. I was going to say Christmas. Sounds so fa- it sounds yeah. too I know, fancy I was, for I kept Cleveland. Saying, I said, you take that back, <laughs> sir. That's a hard-working city. I'm, you take it back. I'm sure it is, but that, it's not. they're not fancy. 
Robbie. It's not Pittsburgh. There, I said. Well, I mean, thank God, too, huh? <laughs> Am I right? At least it's not Baltimore. <laughs> it's amazing to me how many, like, I mean, not that, not that we live in, like, the gem, but there's a <laughs> lot of shithole towns in that part of the Whoa! country. Whoa! <laughs> did not say that. Did not come out of my mouth. I'm all for a blue-collar town. For the record. I'm- Blue collar guy through and through, except for the shithole towns. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> I could never. Work this reminds me of something our president said a little while ago. I got in trouble for also. <laughs> He's shithole country, shithole town, shithole town. No, I'm let's just not, saying, it just sounds awfully there. familiar. <laughs> let's not go there. I need more fake suntan. All right, so I don't know. We've proven that cars stay on the road longer, and that Michael's the only one in the group that buys new cars. So I don't it's know. not that I don't; it's that I can't. I probably would. I think that's well. Yeah, everyone if they could. No, nah, I actually don't think I would. Nah, I so because I don't like taking the appreciation. Of course, he bought a used new car. That's true. Which is what I would do. Oh yeah, no, I don't want to. I would have to be. I would have to be depreciation hit. I'd have to be pretty rich to buy a new car. Like I was new, just a new new car. I was just thinking about this. I'm pretty sure that at the time of purchase, the newest vehicle I've ever owned was my Cavalier when I that I bought in high school. I bought a 2002 Toyota RAV4 in 2005. So my Cavalier was a 99. That's pretty new. But it had 150,000 miles. My Cavalier was a 99, (laughs) and I bought it in 2004, I want to say. Maybe five. Maybe five. Four or five. Yeah. And everything I've ever owned since then has been roughly that. The newest car I've ever owned chronologically is the Audi and that was a 2002 maybe it was a 2001 I have no idea what year the Equinox was I think that's had it for that short a period of time it was like six months <laughs> I don't even remember that he owned it and we were like friends at that point I forget I don't know that I ever even time wrote bomb, in it dude. I don't think I wrote in it no because Katie's mom had one at the time and you said you hated it so much that's the only vehicle I've ever gotten car sick in it's Katie's mom's Equinox. It happens. In the back seat. In, nice. in Pennsylvania. Oh. Yeah. But yeah, how sad is that? That the newest <laughs> car, the newest, like the closest to new car I've ever owned was a car I bought in high school. It's probably one of the cheapest cars I've ever bought at the time. I paid four grand for that. God, you missed that car. So much. So much, Robbie. It's I think, so stupid. I feel like at this point, though, if you get one, you're going to be like, man. This isn't as good as I remember it. Nah, bro. I'm going to love like, every I feel like second of it. Have you ever met me? Well, I just wonder if like it, it'll... Just, I don't know. You think it'll be as good? Yes. As good? Yes. You think it'll just be nostalgia? Robbie doesn't agree. It's nostalgia, 100%. Yeah, but I'll love it. I'll love it nonetheless. Dude, because I like... I love my S10. <laughs> oh, oh, I love that it's a gift and a <laughs> So many Lambo doors on Cavaliers. How, what? I didn't know there were that many Lambo door Cavaliers in the world. Dude, that and that's like five of them. I think I this have, is better. That was better times. That that yellow one that just was on there, it's got the same body kit I had. Yep. The drift kit. That's so ridiculous. That's what it was called. Then you're the one that slapped the SS sticker on it. Hell and told yeah, everybody I did. That it was a concept. I did. I told. I told. I got people to believe that that was a concept car. I had like a whole story that I came up with on the fly. It was amazing. Did you have the doors on it at the same time? Yes. Is all this? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Why did you ever sell it? All that work. I don't want to go there. 
Oh, that no, one. I didn't sell it because of the Audi. Oh, that's I don't. That was a that was a problem. Let's not go there. That brings up things I don't want to talk about on the show. <laughs> yeah, we're not being personal here. Yeah, it's not a personal no, life that, show. That brings up, you know, not talking to friends for extended periods of time in my life and stuff like. I don't want to go there. So quit bringing it up. People that I think may even occasionally listen. So let's really not go there. <laughs> we could get 2002 to 2004. You're still hunting Aleros. Aleros? Yeah, because they come with an Ecotech. I, I don't know why you're so in. Yeah, that was the first gen of the Ecotech. If we're looking at cars that new, then I'd rather have the Alero or the Cavalier because I hated the facelift headlights on the Cavalier. Hate them. And the taillights don't work for me either. All right, whatever. I, I'm, I'm, I'm just for Dude, the so if, you, if we do spec Alero, you could get a Malibu or you could get a Cutlass or you, Those get, aren't a, Aleros. you could get a Grand Am. Those aren't we spec, oh, I'd, get a, I'd get a grand name. We do spec and body. Do, but if we if we do we could do spec J body and do Sunfires and Cavaliers. No. And Zach Burt has to participate. Oh, hmm. in that case. Oh, hold on a second. J body? J bodies. Sunfires, Cavaliers. You can get a you can get a Toyota Cavalier. No. You can get a right hand drive JDM, yo. Okay, I'm a little more in. <laughs> A right hand. Okay, so you could get man. That's, those sunfires were bad. I forgot how bad. Oh, those fucking were. love the f- terrible, the, like, the, terrible like, ninety nine sunfire with the square headlights. Okay, love so you- it. So good. The front ends. Oh, are just, you like, could get a Daewoo. A day- <laughs> I didn't know they made J body Daewoos. You get a day. You get a Holden Chi- Chimera. Okay. Chimera and a Zuzu Aska. Okay. An Opal. Okay. A Voxel. Toyota Cavalier. These are different years, though, so we'd have to pick a year range to work with. 90, what, the first year of the Wright Cavalier? I think, I want to say it was like 97, maybe? Okay. To like when they killed the Cavaliers, like 2003 or four, maybe? Second, okay. second gen and third gen. 95 to two. Oh, no, no. 95, that's is that what Toyota, it is? That was the Toyota, sorry. Um, 2005 was the last year. Yeah. I don't know. We'll discuss it more and decide <laughs> what we're doing. Josh will be in on it. Josh lusts for the days of the Cavalier as well. Josh fed us. You can get a manual Cavalier, right? Yes, Absolutely. Can. Can you get a manual Sunfire? Yes. I feel like i got to get a Sunfire because he's going to get a Cavalier, so that's kind of where I'm at. I'll get whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> Robbie's like, sign me up for that Isuzu. Yeah, sign me up for the cheapest the thing you can get. Whatever, dude. Just, shit. If, if these are our choices, just Whatever. Just give me one. We'll get Robbie a, like a a sun a Cavalier that's got a Sunfire front end on it. <laughs> Just let me rice it out. That way that's what I'm thinking, dude. Is like yeah. I think you get I think you should be able to get style points. You yes. should add like a whole new level to this. Yes, Need for Speed. The stupid, the more stupid looking your car need, is. Need for like, Speed Underground oh. Two era modifications yes. only. Yes. yes. You can only buy parts from Pet Boys. That's it. Pet Boys or Andy's Auto Sport. And That's eBay. it. And eBay. Oh, I, I can get you some eBay parts. Dude, dude, there's so many on. eBay projector headlight housings on <laughs> you don't, Cavaliers. Okay. You don't even know. All seriousness. We carbon, start, fape, carbon fiber rear taillights. We Robbie. start Spec J body. Go full Fast and Furious 2001. We could do... We could do like Optima me? does, where they, they have points. They have that D&E part, design and engineering. Yeah. We'll have a car show. Yeah. We'll, we'll have little score points towards your total score as well as the track time. Are you telling me that we won't end up on the drive <laughs> for racing spec J body with stupid Lambo doors and stuff? 
No, no. For the, I'm for the, so for, excited. For, and it was not the, even going to happen, and I'm excited about it. For the it. record, once you've made a sale, you can stop selling. I'm just, I'm saying. I'm just, I'm let's, just, let's, let's do it. Did you ever it. see Find those, stuff. those like trunk lid hinge kits where you, it would let you open the trunk and the trunk would stay flat? Yes. I bought one of those. Total waste of money. I'm, it's like $3 worth of shit from Ace Hardware I paid like $30 for. Dang it. Yeah, it's I, literally a barn hinge that you self-tap to the top of your regular hinge, <laughs> and then when you open the trunk, it flips down. Dang it. That's not good. Huge waste of my money. Anyway, if, you would, if you'd like to be parts. part of Spec J-Body, join the, join the group. Let us know. Also, James is doing uh, SCCA things right now, so we're giving oh, away T-shirts. Yeah. You can do that on the social medias. Oh, James. Um, anyway, check the, check the social medias for... How to win shirts. We need to things. figure out when James is racing so people can watch it on the crew view on the Apex Pro app. All these shirts I have to give away. There's, there's a whole bunch of shirts. We, we were supposed to give them away at a race event that didn't happen. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I gotta bring that up. Yeah, dude. <laughs> Hurtful. So. Anyway, look at our social media if you want some shirts. Uh, follow these us on Instagram and Facebook. Shirts, aren't they? Those are the Z Max shirts. They're nice. These, like, like science fiction shirts. What? No, nah, they're real shirts. They're there. I thought that they were like fancy sportwear. Like they're, they're sportwear. They're like, they don't feel weird though. But they com- they fit comfortably. I'm like sure they do. Shirt. I bet the armpits are driving nuts. Yeah, just because just because it's not a Hanes beefy tee does not I mean it's not. A, it's a great shirt. I bet I can't wear it. He made one specially for I me. I know he did, and I love him for it. James is the man. He bends over backwards for people, and he. James made a giant ten tenths logo for the oh, back of Josh's camper. This Good. is a normal one. What's that? This Gildan. is not one of the Z Max ones. Oh, we got we got multiple. I can. Wear I think Gildan. I can wear Gildan one. He might. I don't know. I don't need to. I have a BVT. <sighs> BVT for the L. <laughs> <laughs> Anywho, I think that's it. Follow us on the socials. Yeah. Free shirts. Goodbye.